0: I'm one of your hosts, Manny Manuel. And I am your kind of
1: new-ish guest host for the day, Kyle Robertson.
0: Hello, Kyle. Thank you for joining us in episode 277, Dante's Peak, part four of our 1997 retrospective miniseries. Amazing. Yeah. So we're reviewing Dante's Peak, a film you chose for us. I did. I did do that. And you chose it. Because I needed somebody to fill in for Sam. He is uh, away. uh, Pursuing his musical career.
1: Yes, good on
2: him.
0: I'm very proud of him. Very proud of him. So uh, I refuse to not podcast. (laughs) Because this is far too much fun for me. And it is my... And honestly, it's actually also good for my mental health. It allows me to express myself about an art form that I love. And so podcasting about it just fills me with joy. And now I've made a new friend who enjoys talking as much as I do yeah. about movies. I don't know happens. about as much. Okay. Almost as much. <laughs> That's pretty true. Uh but also it was is very happy uh to jump on whenever I needed. He has uh rescued me a few times and has stated that he will continue to do so in the future. So well, thank you, Kyle.
1: It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I've super enjoyed I know Sam mentioned I think in the contact Episode that I listened to just the beginning of that I've kind of like fully gung hoed into the the group <laughs> and uh it, it's been super easy to do that I've had a lot of fun and every everybody's great the PFGs are pretty freaking cool yeah PFGs so, are pretty cool it's a fun little group yeah
0: yeah uh, awesome so I'm so glad that you came here again I really appreciate you stepping in Uh well actually you stepped in for Jordan as well who had to uh, cancel but gave us lots <laughs> of notice and uh, that, that that we had to move up your Your episode Dante's Peak by week, and here we are to review it. So let's get into it. The movie is Dante's Peak, released February seventh, nineteen ninety-seven. Directed by Roger Donaldson, written by Leslie Bohan Bohem, sorry, uh, starring Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton. A Metascore of forty-three. That's ouchies. A Letterbox score of two (laughs) point eight. Not good. Had a budget of one hundred and sixteen million dollars, and it made sixty-seven. Million dollars making it the 22nd highest grossing film of 1997 and it grossed 178 worldwide, so that means it didn't make money. Ouch! Ah, plot a volcanologist. Volcanologist, did I say that right? You sure did. A volcanologist, yeah, arrives at a countryside town recently named the second most desirable place to live in America and discovers that the long dormant volcano Dante's Peak may wake up at any moment. Now per tradition, when we have a movie that Sam hasn't seen, he regales us with his guess of what the movie might be about. So let's hear that now. All right, Sam, what's uh, next
2: week? Next week, Kyle making his triumphant return. Yeah. Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Now, we're unsure at this point.
0: It's probably about 95% sure you're going to be unable to join us. That's right. Doesn't mean we can't follow tradition. Mm-hmm.
2: What is the plot of Dante's Peak? I could be off base here. I believe Dante's Peak is a volcano movie. Okay, I think that is what I've heard about it. Um, now, do we have somebody in the film named Dante? That is really the question. Uh, I'm going to say uh, that's tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna say. There is Okay, there's a scientist named Dante. I'm deciding this. There is somebody in the film named Dante. Okay. Um, I was trying to figure out if it's referenced. There is a, a famous Dante in literature, right? Yeah. Like Dante's Inferno. I don't think it's a reference to that. I okay. think there's going to be a person, probably a scientist, named Dante who uh, maybe he's the only one who knows that this volcano is going to erupt. Maybe okay. he's maybe he's trying to uh, alert the public and uh, and... Other scientists of his ilk to the fact that there is going to be an imminent volcanic eruption. Okay. And uh, you know, mixed results. Maybe, maybe he gets to say "I told you so." Maybe, uh, maybe somebody else believes him. I'm not totally okay. so sure. But Dante is the scientist who is alerting the public to the to the dangers of this uh, this eruption. Do you want to guess the cast? Let's say I can tell you this: there is a male and female lead that I know of for
0: sure. I've seen this movie once, not in no. theaters when it hit home video.
2: I only remember one scene, but I know who the female lead and the male lead are. I got to tell you, Manny, two names just popped into my head. I love it. Which would be so hilarious if it was right. I don't believe this for a second. Okay. But uh, the quality of movie, I believe this to be. Yeah. These people in the 90s feels right to me. Nice. Uh, Give me the male lead, Ben Affleck. Oh. And give me the female lead, Kate Beckinsale. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Shocking that the first two names that came to mind weren't correct. I
0: love, like, I do love the Ben Affleck, but you have to remember, this is the same year as Goodwill Hunting.
2: Yeah, of course, yeah. But so he wasn't going to be in both. Hey, Julianne Moore did two films, okay? That's true. It wasn't that. It's just that Ben
0: Affleck wasn't a big hmm. enough name to lead a movie. I see what you're saying. That's yes,
2: totally. That's all. But I like it. Okay. They were just the first like late '90s names that came to mind. I still,
0: lo- I still love it. Don't get me wrong. Ben Affleck
2: and Kate Beckinsale. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the movie with them in mind. It's probably gonna be a lot worse. I mean, I don't know who's actually in it, but you know. do you want me?
0: To, do you want me to tell you?
2: Nah. If I, if I, uh, if I watch oh, it, yeah. Yes. So don't okay. worry about it. Cool. Uh, I hope you do end up watching it. <laughs> actually, hold on. Yeah. There's probably a lot more you would have me watch before this in '97. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay. My my understanding, if it's the movie I'm thinking of, I think there's a lot, other mo- a lot of other movies than I that I should watch before this. In ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay.
0: All right. There we go. So Sam, kind of close. Pretty damn good. So we got the, the the character name wrong. Yes. But a scientist who is trying to warn everybody and his colleagues. He got that right? Yeah. got the cast dead wrong.
1: Oh, so wrong. But I want to see that movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always have so much fun getting him and you and others to predict, pr- predict, to predict <laughs> the plots of, of movies they haven't seen. It's a lot of fun. I think I've only gotten to do it once so far. Okay. Because um, I've seen this. is I grew up watching all these You yeah, are the movie man. That's true. Yeah. yeah that's true. So... It'll eventually happen. <laughs> well
1: think. that was that was an impressively good prediction. I think unfortunately the Dante's Inferno reference, like every time he got really specific, kind of dead wrong. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, but the you gotta, get pre- you gotta get pretty lucky. Like if you don't yeah. if you know nothing oh, yeah. about
0: a movie, for you to if you start getting into specifics, like the chances yeah. of you hitting on that are pretty slim.
1: But I think the fact that he was able to pick out Dante's Inferno being a reference even though the train of thought took him to it not being. Um, that, that's good. That's impressive. Yeah. It yeah. was
0: a lot of fun. Uh, all right. Kat, your spoiler-free thoughts on Dante's Peak.
1: So I wanted to do Dante's Peak because I haven't seen it in forever. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie that my mom really enjoys. So I saw it fairly early um, in life. And I remembered really liking it even though even when i was younger i recognized that it wasn't some kind of masterpiece it wasn't some kind of massive blockbuster you know um
0: it's no twister
1: no it's no twister <laughs> uh, um but you know i just really enjoyed it and so when i realized that it was potentially on the block i was like okay let let's revisit that and i have to say like I enjoyed it again. You know, it, it brings um oh it, it brings really good energy to the disaster movie idea. Mm-hmm. Like I think it approaches it the correct way. And it does a lot of things right. It just doesn't do anything mind-blowing, I think. Um there there's one aspect that we'll talk about later that I think maybe borders on it. Just like truly great. Um, But it's more technical than anything. Um, But yeah, this movie is just really solid. um, Really solid brain off. Kind of like there's stakes. Action-y disaster movie. And it it feels grounded in reality. Which is something I really appreciate about these kind of movies. And um, Pierce Brosnan is Pierce Brosnan in it. And I think that was what the movie asked for. He's not he's not asked to do a ton. Mm-hmm. And he delivers on that. Not a ton, do but he have, does it pretty well.
0: Do you have much history with Pierce Brosnan? I,
1: I don't have lots. Like there's like Mrs. Doubtfire, there's some of the kind of Bondy stuff and like the more the what is it, November Man, and some of the more modern stuff? Okay. Um, I, I've i seen a fair bit, but I wouldn't say I'm like very familiar with his more I- okay. iconic stuff. I've seen some of the rom coms as well, and okay. whatnot. Um, but I like him and I liked him in this. And I like he, he gives some depth to a character that I don't think has a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, can't complain. I I enjoy the hell of it. I my the way that I describe this movie is I always want to like it more than I can actually rate it. Nice. Like I want to like it so much more, and I find myself enjoying it that amount. Mm-hmm. But I know it's not that good. So it, I'm in this like weird like limbo with it. That's right. Um, but I I would like if someone's in the mood for a disaster movie, Dante's Peak is really high on my recommendation list. All right. Um Granted, that comes with the caveat of I'm not telling them this is a great movie that's going to blow your mind. Yes. I'm saying like this is this is a disaster movie that you will be fine with and enjoy. And if you're like me and it just happens to hit the right spot, then you're really going to like it.
2: Okay. Awesome.
0: So, I hadn't seen this movie since probably 1998.
1: That's so long ago, Manny. Yeah, I know. That's an old man.
0: I I – I, like I said in the uh, in, in the audio clip we played, I knew who the leads were. I'd seen it once back in 98 when it hit home video, haven't watched it since, and I only remembered one scene, and it's a scene we'll end up talking about for sure. Uh, other than that, my recollection was pretty thin, so I was going into this looking forward to revisiting a movie I hadn't seen in a long time, and uh, I didn't like it. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: You're going to break my heart today, man. I
0: am. It's all about heartbreak. Oh. I, I, I'm very sorry to report. Now, <clears throat> we'll see how much I break your heart. Mm-hmm. I have not finalized my rating yet.
1: Okay. Okay. So
0: we'll see if your enjoyment and passion the film will inflect my decision on what I rated. Interesting. I'm fully capable of my mind being changed. There are times where I have listened to somebody talk about a movie they love that I didn't and their enjoyment has increased my own.
1: I I do remember my first appearance with the lobster. We managed to get you out of that two territory. You did. Yeah, you did that. That would have been a real heartbreak because that that's in my like (laughs) top 10 of all time.
0: (laughs) So we're, we're possibly uh, in that kind of realm again, but we'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll We'll see see how it goes. Um, so we're gonna spoil this movie. We are. Let's get there. And then we'll <laughs> and then we'll break in what we're gonna break in. Gotcha. Why don't you take us in the spoilers?
1: I sure will. So uh, for anyone that hasn't seen Dante's Peak, do yourself a favor and get on it, in my opinion. Um, but until then, we're going to spoil the hell out of this movie. So three, two, one, go fuck yourself.
0: Awesome. Okay. So let's address the elephant in the room. There is an elephant. Dante's Peak, to those who may not know about the way some 90s films work, Dante's Peak is not the only volcano movie that came out in 1997. (laughs) Studios were foaming at the mouth to compete with one another by releasing movies about the exact same thing.
1: So you mean that somehow... A studio released a volcano movie about someone from the U.S. Geological Survey who figures out that there is a volcano erupting where it shouldn't be and then preventing disaster to the best of their abilities while facing backlash from their superiors. And that movie happened twice, and it wasn't because of competition between studios. You don't think that that was truly just creative geniuses coming together at the same time to create the same thing because that's what the world needed.
0: (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Not what I feel at all.
1: Yeah, scripts get leaked all the time and studios hate each other and think that they can do everything better than each other. So they constantly eat into each other's markets every single time that someone expresses interest in a script and that script gets leaked. Uh, I mean, uh, one of our coworkers was saying, today you get Ant Bully and Bugs Life in in the same time frame. It happens all the time um to let
0: you know i don't know if you're aware of this i i thought they were released within the same calendar year but they're not oh but this shows you to how low they're willing to stoop do you know who steve prefontaine is no okay steve prefontaine is a long distance runner and they made two movies about him <laughs> one in 97 and one in 98
1: oh that's brutal yes that's so brutal I think the modern equivalent now is you'll get a movie about somebody and then a documentary like two months later. um, Because. Mr. Rogers? uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's become wildly easy. Documentaries are like the new horror movie, Mm -hmm. they're wildly easy to make, and there is an immense market for them because of streamers now. Yeah. Horror movies are kind of falling off a little bit, in my opinion. Like, you don't see as many B-horrors getting popular on streamers whereas they used to do fairly well within their circles and theaters but now you see documentaries are everywhere on streamers oh yes you just you can't open a streamer without seeing one somewhere or you know something but yeah as you said mr rogers gets a film and a documentary like back to back both of them are brilliant by the way yeah 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 awesome. and yeah so it, it's an unfortunate thing in hollywood script leaking is in my opinion for the better You get things like the Hollywood Blacklist where, you know, basically script readers will vote on what scripts that didn't get bought that year that they think needs to be made. Mm -hmm. And then they just compile this amazing list of beautiful scripts and it gives those scripts a second chance to pitch, basically, which I think is a beautiful thing. And without leaking scripts, that would never happen. So I think it's truly to the benefit of the industry that scripts get leaked everywhere, constantly. Um, but it does create these unfortunate double movies. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So, Kyle mentioned before we went on, on air, whatever, before we started recording, that he plans on, at times, probably referencing Volcano during his selection of the scenes. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do, unless I feel compelled to... I think I'm going to wait until we're done our scenes, and then I think we're going to go into a little bit of a discussion on in comparison of Dante's Peak and a volcano. How does that work for you? That, so feel free of, to throw yeah. volcano references in when you want. Cool. But uh, I, I think
1: I, I might find it hard not to because I found even since watching Dante's Peak, just talking about it with people, I just have to say, like, you're not going to believe Volcano <laughs> in the same year did this yes. at the same time and yeah like so I I, I might find it hard to not do that. No, nope. we'll, we'll yeah, so I want yeah. you to
0: feel free to do that. I think for myself personally, I think I'm going to do a little bit deeper comparison com- comparison cool. after we're done. Yeah, so let's dive into the film. What scene do you have first? So
1: I start all the way in at Paul's arrival to Dante's Peak. Paul being the
0: boss. That's what I have as well. Beautiful. Awesome. Amazing. When it when goes to the council? Yeah. 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 That's the first scene I have as well.
1: So Fire away. Genuinely, some good acting happens here. I agree. And I think some really good writing. And I think this scene establishes the relationship here. Yep. And it does it so well. And I think this movie is extremely efficient in establishing relationships between all of the characters. I mean, even previously to this and this is a little unfair because it's a different scene but you see um oh god what's her character's name linda linda hamilton's Hamilton's character ruth ruth Rachel. rachel okay so rachel interacting with her kids in the morning you get just some quick lines that super tell you what their relationship is you understand everything the daughter i think it was um Rachel asks where's my good jacket? Daughter without missing a beat, you don't have a good jacket. It's amazing. Like it just set, it sets the tone for how that relationship works mm-hmm. and they do that perfectly in this scene where Paul arrives. He is respectful but firm. Yep. He's not calling out our our guy Harry, is Harry. his name? Harry. So he's not calling out Harry in front of counsel like really dragging him through it. Yeah, he t- takes him outside. He takes him outside. He's strict mm-hmm. and pretty like brutal in his shutdown of what Harry believes in this scenario. He's also kind of right. <laughs> um, um, so you, even though he's kind of the antagonist a lot, he's not a bad dude. And there's clearly a really good working relationship going on. I agree. Yeah. So I, love I that assessment. really, really enjoyed this scene for that. And then also at the same time, you get to see the kind of dysfunctional city council kind of doing their thing. And It kind of just sets this mood of like, okay, so there's going to be some opposition between Harry and Paul and also city council is useless. So don't count on them for anything. But also Linda Hamilton is really in control of them and she's smart and she's actually getting them to be more effective herself. Mm -hmm. So we already know all of the political dynamics of the whole movie and how it's going to be so efficient. And I just really appreciated that about that scene.
0: Awesome. I don't really have actually much to add. you kind of broke it down perfectly as well. I really do want to reinforce on how well Charles Hallahan, is that right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Charles Hallahan is as Paul Dreyfus. I think he, he is. It. His monologue in here, spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. Uh, I agree. Everything you said, nailed it. Mm-hmm. Next scene. Uh, mine's pretty far down the line. <laughs> How far down the line? Uh, when the earthquake hits, when everyone's in the gymnasium.
1: I have one before that. Right away. I have Terry getting injured. Okay. It was, I include it because it's the only thing that I can think of in the whole movie where I have a bit of a problem. Okay. And that is, Terry is a fucking idiot in yes. this scene
0: unnecessarily
1: unnecessarily he just takes risks he doesn't need to unclipping himself and even just going after the machine at all and preluding into this he takes nasa equipment off of the machine which i thought was kind of funny it was a bit of a character moment where he's like haha these nasa engineers are wrecking my equipment i was like cool but then you get there and it breaks and it's like oh (laughs) why like you know you sound kind of dumb now because there could have been nasa equipment that might have helped i didn't really understand what the equipment did at that point neither do Um, i yeah i i in the end you figure it out yeah yeah but um at this point yeah big time um but at this point you're like okay well maybe that nasa equipment would have helped you here and also you're descending into a volcano that Granted, only one of these people thinks it's active Mm -hmm. out of. And can I say, this is not a movie about a guy battling his boss for the truth to come out about a natural disaster. He tells his boss he thinks maybe there's a problem here. His boss shows up with like fucking six people. Yep. Like, goddamn, quick too. Like, hours. He's like, I'm here, even though I don't really believe you and I don't think this is an issue. I brought the squad. And. I thought that was really cool as well.
0: Because he states, or he states at some point in the film, I can't remember exactly where it is, that Harry is his best man. Yeah. And he trusts his judgment. And in this aspect, Harry thinks something's going on, so Paul brings the crew. Now, Paul also knows that there are times, and he says that in the monologue, that he would have bet a million dollars that this one volcano he was at was going to blow, and it didn't. Yeah. And since then, he's realized, he's like, even if everything's pointing that way, I still need more data more facts more signs that this is going to happen and he also knows that harry has some ptsd from a previous volcanic explosion and so harry might be a little trigger happy and it's understandable because harry doesn't want to see anybody die because he got to watch his wife die right in front of his face yeah so it is a great dynamic now that being said i'm gonna I'm only I'm only gonna attack this scene because you started it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I let it be known wasn't a big fan of this movie, so I'm not nitpicking to nitpick. Yeah, yeah. I did agree. My problem with Terry is that it sounds like everything that we've seen, he's the person that built Spider Legs. Yep. He states at some point it was a hundred and fifty thousand dollars but his idea to fix it is to kick it all the time. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can tell you right now, those MIT scientists that build those walking robots don't kick it mm-hmm. to make it work. Mm-hmm. So I understand you're trying to show him to be kind of humorous, right? The, the, the stereotypical guy that hits it to make it work. Sorry. You're, you're someone that's should be, and obviously is highly intelligent. So that, it didn't again i'm just picking at it because you pointed it out yeah it wasn't something like the movie sucks because of this yeah, yeah it's not that it's just a minor thing it's it's almost like the horror trope yeah you're putting yourself in danger for the sake of increasing tension in the movie yeah him on unhar- him unharnessing himself made no sense at all at all yeah one because that harness wasn't preventing you from going to the front of the robot. You need to. You could have went there not. easily. Nope. Two, you're you are a volcanologist. You know how dangerous these things are. There's no way that you would do that. Absolutely no. Way. You, I have no problem believing in him going down to try and rescue his creation. That didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But unharnessing himself, that's unforgivable. Yeah,
1: and even even not even. Don't even consider volcano, you know. We know for a fact that there have been a couple of small earthquakes. Yes. And you're on a, a slant like that, on a, like, loose rock ledge. Yep. A small earthquake is going to kill you. Yes. Easily. Yes. And we find out it almost does. Yep. He gets severely hurt, breaks his leg because of a small earthquake. Yep. And that was the only thing in the entire movie where it was like, that was bad. And so small spoiler, everything else before and after this, I find oddly the same level of good. I never find a great moment. I never find a bad moment other than this. There's a couple of things that touch on greatness to no, me. I've,
0: I've got, I've got one, but I don't think I have it in my notes. So yeah. I might mention it later on. What do I have to say? Oh, okay. So I did, I did. I did poop on the movie here a little bit because of that. And that's fine. It's but, a very valid thing to but poop on. I'm also going to praise it. Okay. Because in this scene um, with the helicopter shots, this is all filmed up on Mount St. Helens. And oh, that was Mount St. Helens, eh? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Pretty sure it is. Nice. If it's not, if it's just up on a the mountain, the, a lot of the wide shots, again, I will say this all throughout the 90s films, it's so nice to see movies pre CGI, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. on location in an actual forest, mm-hmm. on an actual mountain. Like, I take it for like I take it for granted. I'll watch almost any large budget movie now, and they're all on blue screen, and some of them look beautiful. But then when you watch a movie that's filmed on location, like holy fuck,
1: it's just so much
0: better. It's so much so better. Much better.
1: Yeah, it's so much better. And this is the one point of the movie where i think it flies the exact perfect distance from the sun is their balance between cgi which is used yeah. and it's used extensively it ha-
0: there's you couldn't make this movie without it
1: exactly but the balance between that and practical elements like models
0: the model work in here is oh, unbelievable my god it's amazing yeah
1: like the the special effects is just this perfect balance of cgi because it's necessary and they do it well and tastefully and then they bring in these models and these like production design elements that are just mind-boggling and that is where i think this movie truly excels is in that special effects range Mm -hmm. and that will all come later all right uh
0: okay so i have the earthquake hitting what's you is that I, i
1: think i go to the earthquake yeah
2: i do
0: okay so i hate these scenes yeah, yeah, because you see them coming a mile away. Yeah, They're tropes for a reason. I don't hate them in the fact that they, again, this isn't one of the reasons I didn't like this movie. We're, we'll be getting in. You know what? In all honesty, there's, I think the parts of the movie that I didn't like, I actually won't be discussing. I kind of wanted to. I, I had a pretty good feeling that you like this movie. So I don't. Not always a fan of shitting all over a movie somebody likes. I'm totally okay with it. Though. I know. Just so but you know, I'm like, I don't think I was in the mood to shit on a movie. <laughs> I want to talk about some positives, and there are yeah. there are definitely some positive things in this movie. So, uh, the reason I picked this one is it's kind of what finally starts the movie going, and that is one of my complaints about this movie. It takes an hour for for. The, for the for the movie to get going. Yeah. Normally that wouldn't bother me because I have no problem if you're setting up stakes and setting up characters so you care about them so when they're put in danger you actually fear for them. Sadly, I don't think the characters are drawn out enough w- are draw, drawn out well enough for me to actually have those feelings. So that first hour of this movie was tough to sit through. So when the earthquake finally hits, I'm like, okay, finally like we're we're getting to the part of the movie that we're here to watch panic in the gym uh, oh there's another half right there, so Dante's peak of reps, and it only took fifty seven minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the movie is a buck forty eight yep, buck 48. How about that, yeah, yep. buck see
1: 48. I was really interested in what happened before and also i will say i think that though it does take a little while to get to it and personally i'm entertained up until that yep i do understand that it takes a long time though i think that the decision to not have more politicking going on in this gym scene like literally we get set up there's a few words said fuck it earthquake yep you know it's like there i think a lesser movie would take volcano would take a a little bit of a moment (laughs) to just politic itself and just have these, these characters that you're like not fully believing what they're saying, trying to calm people down and blah, 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 blah. Like no one cares. Give me the earthquake, get all the people together in one space so that we can fucking stampede them out of here. And there can be pandemonium and chaos, even though it was the right thing to do that got them there, fuck them. Put them in this horrible disaster scenario, and especially because this is a small town, it's only 20,000 people. If they were all in their homes when this happened, that doesn't feel like as much of an emergency. You don't get that big city panic. Yep. Put 20,000 people in a high school gym. Is that
0: Merritt? Merritt 20,000? Is Merritt more than 20,000? Merritt's
1: actually up to like 40-something-ish, isn't it?
0: So Chase? Chase has got to be no. Chase can't be twenty thousand. That's ridiculous. That does sound a little ridiculous. All right, quick go. Google. Right. But
1: yeah, no. I I really like that they it even though it took them a long time to get there, they're efficient in getting it started once they choose to, and they they bring all these people together and then they make it the worst possible time for this to happen. There's a mind-boggling number going on over there.
0: Man, we weren't even close. Really. It's 7,000 people
1: in merit? Yes. What? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> oh, man. I thought that was like a real city.
0: <laughs> so did I. <laughs> so, what's Vernon? Yeah, Vernon's just under 40. Oh, j- oh just okay. over 40. It's 42.
1: Okay. That makes more sense. 7,000 in merit? Yeah.
0: What? I like you're, you're 40,000. I'm like, oh, I guess that makes sense.
1: It looks like a real city when you drive through it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. Good for them. Okay. Faking us out. Um, so half of Vernon, <laughs> put them, put them in, uh, if you will come with me on this journey, uh, put them in a high school gymnasium and then have a large earthquake from a volcanic eruption. That is the worst and possible then about scenario. And then of all, yeah, yeah.
0: Of course, I guess they no, you can't see it from inside the gym. They, they realize it when they get outside. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that is the worst possible scenario for this town, and I appreciate that they just brought us there. You know, we get there, and then we leave with what we wanted very efficiently. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. I'm, and I, I also the practical shooting of that many extras is cool. You know, modern day, you would just replace a lot of them with uh, CG people, yeah. fakes, if you will. There's so many movies where, and, like, I get it because it's so, it's so much cheaper and yeah. easier to do, but you have, like, if you just pause the movie in the background, you can see the people repeating, even though you would never catch it watching the movie. I know. It So I get it, but it's so nice to see, like, an actual dude getting fake trampled yeah it, it sells so much better i agree yeah
0: yeah all right what do you got next
1: um next i move to the boat the boat in the lake same yeah
0: <clears throat> so i'm gonna go right from when they get to grandma's house okay until they get to the dock
1: yeah that that's about where my head is at too. okay
0: uh she's an idiot
1: Oh, yeah, she's so stupid, but also so believably stupid because there are people like that yes. every disaster. Yes. It's it's so brutal to, like, listening to the news every time there's a hurricane in the south of the U.S. It's like, hi, person who's been hit by seven hurricanes and has somehow survived, but all your friends are dead because they did the same shit. Yeah. Why are you staying? It's like, this is my home. I will not leave. It's like, well. Okay, die then. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you. And it's now not they, even just them they're putting in danger. They're putting first responders in danger. Yes. They're putting rescue teams in danger. And they're wasting resources. Yep. yep.
0: So uh, I think her name is Ruth. Hater. Yep. Absolutely hater. And uh, the dog runs away mm-hmm. and they fucking chase it. I fucking hate that. I can't yeah. stand that. Now, cards on the table, not a pet guy. Fair enough. So, I've had pets in my past and I have cared for them. But I can tell you right now if there's a volcanic eruption and my dog runs away, fucking see ya. <laughs> fucking see ya. Yeah. Not chasing you down. Yeah. I understand as well that I am in the my mi- what it feels like the minority.
1: I think a lot of people say they would. I don't know if as many people actually would. So, I, it it it's a tough spot. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I get it. I, I it really bugs me in the movies. Yeah, like it really bothers me. Again, not to the point where I'm deducting at a point because it is eliciting a reaction from me. Yeah, but probably not the reaction that they're hoping. They're probably like, "Yeah, I go get my dog too. Fuck that dog. Fuck that dog." <laughs> and when it comes back, I'm even more mad. Yeah. Fuck that.
1: Yeah, that was there. That is a slight downside to this movie that I, in my brain, recognize is real, but I don't care too much about. Is just, it's it's Hollywood. You get the Hollywood ending. You get the, like, the ends get tied up nicely, and it's all cute. It's like, woohoo. But, like, whatever. Have, I don't know.
0: Have you seen The Lost World Jurassic Park? The second one? No. Okay. I'm going to spoil something for you here. Cool. Because it ties in perfectly with here. In Lost World of Jurassic I won't tell you where I am, but you'll know when you watch it. Okay. The dog dies. Oh yeah, 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 and it made me so fucking happy. And they they make it perfectly clear yeah. that that dog died. Yeah, they don't show it. Nice. They basically show everything but. Yeah, and you know for and it makes me happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, That's I mean Spielberg
0: twice now killing a dog.
1: Good for him. Good for he him. Killed
0: the dog in Jaws too. Yeah, and yeah. I was a big fan. The dog. And the boy. That takes guts. Yeah. You killed a dog and a kid in the same scene? <laughs> Kudos to you, Spielberg. Kudos to you. Uh,
1: Yeah. I, I do respect that. Um, you have to be pretty good to get away with it.
0: Spielberg. We, uh, we, uh, the only reason I bring it up is because it's what we reviewed last week. Yeah. And Spielberg said, he's like, uh, he's like I could only do that scene because I didn't have kids. Mm. He's like, if I made Jaws now... The kittener boy would not get killed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for Jaws. Ugh. Um, okay. <laughs> I can't stress how much Grandma Ruth bugged me. She's refusing to leave. It's fucking raining ash. It is <laughs> raining ash. And yeah. She's like, we're good. The mountain's not gonna hurt us. Points for the film. Good point here. Okay. When that fucking lava comes in that house. Ooh. So good. Yeah. Now, that's obviously, obviously, only because I know movie magic, it's obviously blue screen. Yeah. But because of the time frame. Nowadays, it would just be digital, but it's blue screen. And it is seamless. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, points to you. Yeah. Thank you, because now I can't wait for Ruth to die. Yeah. And uh, that's the
1: other thing is you mix practical fire with your CG elements, and it just it helps. Yeah. It just makes it real. Yeah. Whereas nowadays you get CG everything. You get CG fire, CG lava, it's all CG. Yeah. Even the fucking house might be CG, to be honest. Probably. Would not be surprised.
0: <sighs> <clears throat> they get in the boat. This is the scene I remember from the movie.
1: Oh, okay. See, I had very little recollection of this being a thing.
0: I remember this because there is and we'll talk about it, this has a mirror scene in Volcano. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which in my opinion is the best scene in Volcano. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah, saying yeah. a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so they're in a aluminum boat. Yep. And it's starting to be eaten by the acidity of the water and I thought it was really sweet when the brother gives his sister the crystal yeah that got me right here they start to sing row 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 your boat yeah at this point now they haven't made any establishing shots because there is a lot of mist or fumes coming off of the lake so you can't see around them but I'd have to understand that for there to be a lake, the ground can't be the ground has to be basically basically flat there could be a obvious an obvious incline or decline, mm-hmm. but it's not like you're on a cliff face, yeah, okay yeah. so while the lava is flowing, it's not gonna be coming at you like it was in the house, which is right on the edge of the hill, yeah so. At this point, Grandma Ruth would know – she lives on this lake. She would know basically kind of where they are. At this point, head for shore. I know that they're trying to get across the lake. I would have to assume the lake is longer than it is wide. From what yeah. I, from, from, They didn't establish that, but it's just the way it feels because they're definitely going uh, lengthwise. Minor complaint, didn't care, but I'd be like right there. I'm like, I would just go, hey, closest shoreline.
1: Yeah, I mean, at that point, there is the question of, um, uh, like, do you think you can outrun it through the woods, even when it's slower? So there is that little bit of... Yep. Yeah?
0: I, well, not, I'm not saying... No, I'm agreeing, oh, okay, gotcha, I'm agreeing gotcha. with that. I was like, yeah, hey, you're going to outrun that But volcano? I would rather take my chances of outrunning lava yeah. than fall into an acid lake.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fair right i I get you
0: yeah (laughs) so i'm like i i could take my chances yeah running now i'm probably carrying a cup a kid or two but if we fall in this acid lake we're gonna die yeah okay uh the acid eats the props yep Mm, we're into it i don't mind it eating the aluminum boat But when they pull the props out, only the props are eaten, but nothing of the motor itself, Yeah, which is is still in there. So it should have eaten the most. But I get it. The props are thinner, so it it hadn't quite eaten through the part of the motor that goes in. I can get it.
1: I will also say I don't know how props were made in the 90s, but nowadays you get plastic props on a metal
2: stick. Interesting. Yeah. So the
1: props themselves are plastic so that they can be more easily and cheaply replaced i think fair um and also they don't they have a little more give without getting dented okay i'm not entirely sure but yeah sense. most of them you see nowadays are plastic so in my head i saw that and i was like the plastic props melted first okay and then the metal is degrading on the bottom of the boat but
0: was et cetera. it would it be would they be melting because the acid is eating through the aluminum yeah. So, would the acid eat through the plastic?
1: Yeah. Well, it's. It. I mean, it. It's a. It's chemical melting. Okay. It, it, it's. It's not heat melting. It's like a different. Sure. It's still melting. It's liquefying. I don't know why it bothered me, yeah. but it,
0: I, I wasn't like this is fucking bullshit. Like they've yeah, already yeah, established yeah. it's eating it through. It just when they pulled the props out. And it only, just wasn't selling for you. It wasn't selling yeah, for yeah. me. But it didn't again. M- um, like a minor complaint. Yeah. You, I you, know. make,
1: you make me want to hear your major complaints.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll get to the moment we yeah, get yeah. through our scenes then. Cool. Okay. Um. So he wraps his hand in his jacket and he starts paddling for shore. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. That's fine. Cool. Like it, your, your arm's going to suck, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Grandma jumps in and pulls him to shore now it's a nice moment for a character <clears throat> who's been pretty shitty. Yep. A little bit of a redemption. Yep. In all honesty, Harry should have done that. Do you think so? Yes. Oh wow. It these are this is a family. Yeah. He's not family. Yeah, he Now, she's lived her life. Yeah. She did the right thing. Yeah. But I can tell you I shouldn't say well, I can tell you right now. Let's say I'm Harry. Okay. Okay. Because I can tell you right now, as a single father, I'm not jumping in. <laughs> Those aren't my kids. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'll do my best to save you. I will do it. I, like. I will. I will sacrifice my arm. Yeah. I will not sacrifice my life. I have a daughter. Yeah. yeah. Not sacrifice my life for somebody else's kids. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But I'm Harry. I have no family. Yeah. We're close. Time is of the essence. I do not want these children to die. Yeah. I am probably jumping in to make sure that that boat gets in. Okay. You can can tell Mm -hmm. that that paddling, you're not getting there. Yeah. Not in time. And so Ruth makes the choice to do it. Now, it's the right choice. She's old. She's lived her life. Yeah. But Harry should have done it. Okay.
1: See, in my... In my mind and this might like if Harry had had this thought, it would have been a little selfish, but he has the much better chance at getting that family out of there alive. than Ruth does. True. So him staying is potentially more helpful to them.
0: Not if that boat doesn't make the shore. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. But Ruth bites the bullet. So right. Ruth, (laughs) Ruth is the one that makes the sacrifice. Harry's the one that should have now granted it's, Harry is the one that allows this family to survive. Yeah. After this point. Yeah. But there's no guarantees after this point. Yeah. But there is a guarantee that if they don't make it to that dock they all die. Yeah. And so, so so
1: maybe he should have gotten up to do it and then Ruth. Yes. Fucking. Yes. Full commits. Yeah. Okay.
0: Just my thoughts. Yeah. No, I, I Not a complaint. Yeah. That's that is not a complaint to the movie. I'm not yeah, complaining yeah. about that. It's an observation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I see where you're coming from, yeah, um, it definitely didn't occur to me while watching, yep. but i I get you,
0: okay, yeah, uh, do you want to add anything to that scene? um I really
1: appreciated that it was it was it didn't feel like happenstance that that boat was there. And that they used it to get across. It felt like it really was their only option. And it, like, we could easily assume there's a boat there. We know there's a lake. We, like, it all just seemed to make sense. And the, like, and this sounds kind of dumb, but literally the geography of where the lava was and how it was flowing, you're like, yeah, okay, they're getting pushed into the lake. And then it's like, okay, there's a boat but you know, like it just made sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it made sense here and doesn't make sense other places to me, but it didn't feel like the when plot armor. When you say armor. other
0: places, what do you mean? Like other places in this movie? Just, no, oh, other, other, f- other movies. Other movies? Yeah. Okay.
1: So I, I can't really think of an example off the top of my head. I mean, maybe, um, maybe in Volcano, there <laughs> happens to be the correct creek and drainage ditch and etc. etc. that makes a path to the, like, it, that one didn't irk me that much, but it's like that kind of vein of like, there's happens to be the perfect solution. Okay. And it's like, this felt like they were being corralled and there was always like, it, it was like, sure, there is a solution, but it feels like it's a solution that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I can buy that. Sure. Okay. I'm less confident in what I'm saying as I'm saying
0: it. <laughs> You're like, I had a really good point. I fucking lost it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my next scene is actually almost the next scene is when Grandma dies.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, I won't lie, this wasn't cool for me. No? No. Ooh. And what I mean by that is that I, uh, this hit me emotionally. Oh, man. And it's not because of any type of acting performance, and it's not because I cared about these characters. Uh, I recently had my stepfather pass away uh, a few months ago, and watching a family member die, with everyone around them, hit a little too close to home than I was prepared for. Yeah, I didn't cry, but I was like, I, I like, I'm like, I don't need to see this right now. Yeah, it did not affect my rating of the movie because I actually thought the scene was handled really well. Yeah, but I wanted to touch on it that it, I actually got pretty fucking emotional, uh, especially. Uh, the kids begging for their grandma. I was yeah, like that's that was brutal. That fucking hurt me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but I since it did affect me emotionally, I had to include the scene. I think it's done just fine. Like we've seen this scene done way fucking better yeah. in other movies. And I've seen this scene done way fucking worse. And see in other movies. That
1: is the beauty of this movie. <laughs> that is the true beauty of this movie. There's so little that in in my opinion, yes, I'm sure you have different opinions, but I there's do. so, so little that you can look at and be like, that is so bad it affects my enjoyment. Yeah. There's pretty much everything has this baseline of this is at the very least passably good. And most of the time, I would say it's just slightly above that average mark. I'm not going to say that there's an Oscar worthy performance or anything like that.
0: I would. Wow. I wouldn't even know, I wouldn't even know what to do if you actually came oh, with that. Man,
1: could you imagine? <laughs> um, but I think that this is just like, I actually have a hard time thinking of another movie that is so consistently a little above average for the whole movie to okay. me. And again, like the only thing that I had a problem with was Terry. And that was in terms of, like, actual problems. Okay. And I think that's a beautiful thing. All right. It's like the baseline movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's your next scene?
1: Um, I head to Paul's next most important scene. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so, our boy Paul. This is one of... There are two images that are burned into my mind from when I first watched this. And okay. this was one of them. Paul realizing... That he fucked up, he was too late to act, and he dies on the bridge. That was so well acted. You could see it all on his face. So to set the scene, we're driving. Yep. We're driving. There is a house moving down the river mm-hmm. in a flash flood. And they have no option but to drive over this bridge. And it's not even a question. That's another thing I appreciate. There's no like, oh
0: my god,
1: bridge is gonna collapse like no everyone knows we gotta go
0: my uh, uh, one tiny complaint about the scene yeah i do do like the scene uh they are all aware that this is their only way out their vehicles don't seem to be driving quite as fast as they should there's there seems to lack of urgency
1: yeah i think it's the double-edged sort of what Mm -hmm. i just said it's like there is a, a they're not scared of it and there's a lack of urgency because of it. They just kind of have this understanding of we need to go, but yeah, they're not really hurrying. That yeah. is that is fair. Um, but they go, and Paul's in a van that is not as well equipped as the jeeps that are that the are hummers. Going. Hummers. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, Got him. Military I'm so hummers. So sorry. <laughs> um, so these military hummers yeah. are driving in front, and one of them stops bumps Paul who then spins out in the ash on the bridge and he gets stuck as the bridge starts to get washed away. Yeah. Now he could have acted, gotten out, recognized that the disaster is coming, gotten out of the vehicle and jumped onto land. Mm -hmm. But he did not because he refused to accept that the disaster was coming as he did in the beginning of the movie. It's a small summation of his character's entire arc. He drags his feet to act. And bad things happen. Not that the volcano erupted. Because of him dragging his feet. But they could have been more prepared. For the volcano's eruption. If he hadn't dragged his feet. Even though he's he wasn't like that wrong. like He was pretty right. Um, so you get to see. This beautifully acted expression. As the bridge. Full fucking flips over. In. I believe one shot mm-hmm. and you watch his body fall yep. into the water and yep. the van fall into the water, this massive flash flood behind him. I still like, there are practical pieces to this. I don't know how the puzzle fits together. Cause there's also CG. Yep. It's just, it looks so good. And that image of his face as the bridge starts to flip is just perfect. It's like this realization of like, I did this. I fucked myself on this. And I thought it was, like, the perfect ending to his character. Probably the best acted moment of the movie to me.
0: I could put it up there. That or his monologue at the council.
1: His monologue is also great, yeah.
0: Um, I I won't lie. I like your interpretation of that scene. I, <laughs> I did not pick up on that. Wow. That, that his... I felt that his... Uh. I didn't feel it was a choice. His choice to not get out. Gotcha. Was more of a panic than a choice yeah. to not acknowledge the disaster. That's yeah. the way I interpreted it. Yeah.
1: If, so I think there's a there's a critical moment where bef- while he still has a chance to get out and jump, somebody tells him to get out.
0: It's Grant Heslov. I don't know the actual actor's name, but that's the yeah. actor's. I only know him because he's best friends and producing part with george clooney oh
1: really yeah oh nice um so yeah him i think the difference is him they're telling him to get out and jump so he must be choosing not to listen even though he's panicking and i'm sure it's a it's a life or death situation so you're not thinking quite clearly but he seems to be relatively calm and collected in his movements so to me it was more of a like i can still fix this choice okay
0: yeah all right That's that's fair uh, yeah, I I like this scene as well. Didn't like seeing Paul dying. It, it's it sucks. It does suck. Uh shout out to Sam who loves this part of the movie but there was a Wilhelm scream.
1: Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, it, neither do I? It 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 was so wrong for the moment. Agreed. Yeah.
0: But it's in there. Yeah. So, and I know Sam likes it as does Jordan. Yeah. So, I like it, just not here. Yeah.
1: Like put it somewhere else if you want it, sure. but yeah. It was too too comedic after getting that like Oscar-worthy performance out of him right there.
0: <laughs> um What do you have next?
1: Um The cave in the in the mine.
3: Okay.
0: I've got I've I I've got before I got Dante's peak explodes.
1: Oh yeah, dope. Yeah. Let's talk about that.
0: Uh it looks fucking great. It does. It looks fucking Oh, it looks so good. Great
1: and the trees when yep. they flatten. Mm. Yep.
0: Yeah, the model work in here is spectacular. <sighs> it's great. Absolutely yeah. spectacular. It I could not remember how they get away from this and it was bothering me because I forgot about the mine. Yeah. So I thought they were going to outrun it and I was like I'm You can't. I'm like yeah. I will be mad. Yeah. Uh, also, I was like it better not just like surround their car. As they're showing this. Is it a pyroclastic?
1: Yeah, pyroclastic
0: flow. Pyroclastic flow obliterating the town. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, if they fucking survive by the ways I'm thinking that they're going to allow them, I'm going to be mad. Because you have been relatively realistic for most of the film. There's a a scene that we skipped over that really bothered me. Oh, yeah? Which we'll get into. Uh, We can get into after. Yeah. Um. But then they crash into the mine and then escape through the front. I don't have much of a problem with that, except obviously that pyroclastic flow is still going to hit the back yeah. of that. So minor complaint. I'm okay letting it go because it's the movie. I don't need realism. I've said this a thousand times. I can, I can suspend disbelief as long as you're playing within your rules. Yeah. And this movie does a, a well enough job from that I can believe it. But – uh, I'm gl- I'm I am glad they go into the mine because if they outdrove it, I would have been <sighs> so angry. Yeah,
1: and that was for me. I had a a book when I was young. It was like the hundred worst natural disasters of human history, mm-hmm. and I loved the section about Pompeii mm-hmm. because you get like they had a lot of pictures of the aftermath of pyroclastic flow. Yep, and it's literally like. I don't know if the blowing buildings apart is exactly the vibe of one of those, but it's more of like you're encased and immediately incinerated. Yep. And you're like a, an impression of you is left. Yeah. And it is fucking brutal. Yeah. And also completely inescapable. Yep. There is no. Maybe if you're in a plane, as it happens, you can get away. Yep. But they're like cars, any. Anything short of a plane, honestly, you're, you're fucked. Yep. There's just no chance. And it's like immediate death. Like, there's no fighting it. You're just gone. Yeah. So when... Which I'll take, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it, It's a lot better than um, oh, Stan's death in Volcano. Yes. Brutal. Yes. Brutal. And also didn't Fuck. feel realistic, but brutal. <laughs> like, I'll it's take it. It's the way it. it's
0: filmed. Yeah. It's yeah. Sa- it's sad because, in my opinion... That moment, and and that's the only scene I remember from Volcano. Yeah, is yeah. That's the mirror. I remember the lake, and I remember Stan. Yeah, and that Stan moment has stayed with me my entire life.
1: It's a it's a really good moment. It's
0: so great. It's yeah. just filmed so poorly. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's 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 acted well too. It is. Yeah, the shitty part is it's it's almost like uh, the melting of the Wicked Witch of the of the east in wizard of oz yeah like he
1: the dante's peak cg team should have done just that scene for them please oh it would have been so much better
0: yes okay uh so yeah i i I just had and the the pyroclastic flow Mm -hmm. looks fantastic so i picked that and then you have basically the ending
1: yeah so they get into this coal mine which yeah i also had the thought of like yeah the flow would just get into the mine and they'd be fucked anyway but It's Hollywood. Let them have it. Sure. Um, This is a moment where I was like, for a second, I was like, hmm, Uh, but then I was like, near-death situation for like the last few hours. I get it. Um, They get into the mine, they get settled, and Harry realizes he forgot the tracking device that he intentionally picked up from NASA, and he goes back to get it. And then the entire mine caves in around him, and second image that is glued in my child brain um, that activates nostalgia is his broken arm the shot when he just like picks it up and the light catches the bone and um, I remember going into this I remembered that shot obviously Mm -hmm. but I couldn't remember exactly how they break it to make it realistic Mm -hmm. but I was like I know that I believed that shit when I saw it and I saw it and I was like I believe that shit That's a really good fucking bone protruding from the just under the elbow forearm area. Yep, And I thought that was really well done. And it's lit so nicely to see the bone. And it's disgusting, but fucking great shot and pretty brutal arm break. But yeah, kind of dumb that he goes back for this machine. But in my head, I was okay with it.
0: So I don't I don't have a problem with the logic of that. Mm-hmm. What I have a problem with is that machine itself. Yeah. So they don't establish all they've established is that it's from NASA and it yeah. was attached to spider legs. Yeah. But it appears that the only function it has is to set out some type of beeping signal. So what was the point of having it on that machine? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't get it. Yeah. And
1: all. that's maybe part of the joke of why I forget his name. Why the dude Terry? Terry, why Terry took it off because he knew it was useless to what they were doing. And it's just like, Oh, NASA being NASA. Ha ha ha. They're less than me. Um, <laughs> like I, I, I can accept it personally. Um, but that's the
0: difference about when you enjoy a movie and you don't. Yeah, exactly. Is that You have no problem accepting it. And I'm like, that bugs me. Yeah. 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 It's it, like, again, like it's just something that bugs me sets it up for the yeah
1: i it it's a super like tie everything in a bow hollywood ending um that is like cute and warm and fuzzy but i i was okay with it because the, like they are they are brutal enough in the movie yeah for me um
0: the, so anyway the, the part where they're down at the Wherever the fuck they are at their new fucking headquarters, and yeah. Terry finally sees that blinking light, and he goes, "How long has that been blinking? A couple days, a fucking couple days. That thing's been going off, and you have not mentioned anything to anybody." My
1: mom said the exact same thing. She was like, "That's the only problem I have with this movie is they would know." And then I was like, "Well, maybe, maybe he just got back to Portland. Maybe he's the only one that understands the NASA light, you know? And he just got back and walked in." She's like, "No, that's dumb. He he's been there." I was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> yeah,
0: it's but. it's dumb. And so, thinking about them trapped in there for a couple days, horrible thoughts were going through my mind. One, mm-hmm. Pierce is stuck in there. Oh man! How? So it's been two. It's been two days. Yeah. So I think the body can go three to four without water. So yeah. He's halfway to death.
1: Yeah, I was also doing that math. So at what <laughs>
0: point does he start thinking about? am I capable of killing myself? Yeah. Plus, he's stuck. So that means he shit himself a couple times in there too.
1: My mom said the same thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: On the flip side, the family, they'll be okay.
1: Yeah.
0: How much longer until that dog becomes food?
1: Oh my God. My mom also said the same thing. Yeah. And
0: I was thinking, cause I was thinking, I'm like, the kid says that he's got some food in there. Yeah. So they're good. I would... Hope that the mom would think we're not going to get rescued right away. Yeah, we are stuck in here for a while, so we need to ration. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, they'll be fine. They got that dog. Yeah. That dog will sustain them for a while. Yeah,
1: you can get a solid week out of that guy. Yep. He's not a big guy, but he's he's meaty enough.
0: You got you only got two small kids. Yeah. And and a mom. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. I I also I feel like. And that dog deserved to get eaten, by the way. A
1: little bit. run away from them like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also was a little like, we don't see them try to get to Harry at all. And I was like, if, if my buddy, even if a stranger got like kind of buried in front of me, I'd be doing some checking, you know? And I assume it happened and we don't need to see it, but it was definitely a little like, once they get him out and he's like, they're still in there and all that. It's like, well, they didn't really try to get you, did they? <laughs> like, That's fair. Like maybe,
0: maybe there's, maybe I'm the only survivor now. <laughs> um, nitpickies mm-hmm. just because again, um, why the fuck would Terry go there? He's on crutches. He is of no use. Mm-hmm. To that rescue crew.
1: You mean the 70-person rescue crew that shows up with, like, massive machinery to get this one dude? Yes. Yeah.
0: So there's that. (laughs) He tells them that Rachel and the kids are still in there. Mm -hmm. And they blow it off. (laughs) They immediately blow it off and want to keep talking to him and tell him about Paul and stuff. Yeah. And then they fucking say, Paul at least got to see the show. Paul at least got to see the show? Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. I'm I'm sure he would rather have not seen a volcanic explosion and be alive.
1: I will say there was some setup to that earlier on where they do talk about how brutal volcanoes are, but the beauty in them. And they do refer to it as like seeing the show and everything. So 100%, kind of a brutal line. But in that line of work where... Like, one of them has died already that we know of in the past. I can assume that others die regularly, semi-regularly. Um, and it's the same in Twister. There's this weird attraction to seeing a disaster. And it's like, you get just that little bit too close. And so I was like, and in in film, my own little, like, it's not applicable because film is not nearly as dangerous as whatever the fuck is going on in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But the number one killer of film workers is driving home because you're tired. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people crash and there gets to be this dark humor about it that you know, the most likely thing is that someone you know if you're working regularly will probably die in a car crash driving home from set. Okay. And it happens regularly. All right. However, it gets treated with some dark comedy sometimes. Yeah. Gallows you know?
0: humor happens all the time. Absolutely. And from so my I, understanding, there was actually a lot of gallows humor in like in Auschwitz and stuff like that. Yeah. From really? my understa- Yeah, from what I've heard.
1: Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I I I'm okay with it. Because there is that, like, and in film, too, you get, like, you know, like, you're exhausted at the end of the day. Well, at least I made something cool today. If I'm going to die on the drive, I made something cool. Okay. And or you get if I'm going to die on the drive, I cannot fucking believe it was for a Hallmark. You know, (laughs) like you get both ends. But, you know, in, in something like this where you do see like a volcano erupting is pretty beautiful. So you see this beautiful thing. People start calling it the show. You know, you don't as a current volcanologist, you don't want to say, man, him dying was not even close to worth seeing the show. It's I think in my mind, it's more easy to rationalize it as, "Okay, even if I die, at least I saw the show. At least there was some positive to me choosing this career and dying in this way.
0: I'm too selfish. Yeah, fair enough. Last thing, (laughs) we see them flying away. No talk about the town. This town is (laughs) fucking gone. 20,000 people are homeless. Yeah. A lot of them are dead. Yeah. Because we see that bridge collapse or what happens? I can't remember. Oh, there's
1: like a freeway entry ramp collapsing and all these cars getting like sucked in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We see a, a whole bunch of people die. We see an entire town obliterated off the map. Yeah. No mention of them. Yep. Nothing. We're just like, see ya. At least Rachel and the kids are alive. Yeah. And that's how our movie ends. I mean, you
1: get that sometimes in a in a disaster. I think there was a mudslide that claimed a lot of homes. And you get the one person that was hit by the slide and survived. And they get very focused on. You don't really talk about the dead. Um, like that that kind of thing happens a lot. In, uh,
0: yeah, that's real yeah. life. I'm talking about... Yeah, yeah. Uh, usually, like, sometimes... In, in, in disaster <laughs> films, there's always just a little tail at the end that I'll shows look, you, like, look the, the rebuilding building or yeah, stuff like that. Whatever. Gotcha. Okay. So we've covered the
1: movie. Yeah. The masterpiece. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I'll, let's take this... Let's pick our favorite scene. Okay. What are you going with?
1: Hmm. I feel like I have to go with the. (sighs) See, it's a very close thing between the flash flood and Paul's death. Okay. And the pyroclastic flow and the final jump into the coal mine. But I think I'm going to go with the pyroclastic flow because it just looks so fucking cool. Okay. And they did a really good job of the model work. Um,. And it was, it was the point in the movie that I felt the most stakes and I felt the most energy, um, it is not like there is really good acting moments that happen outside of this that I appreciate, but yeah, the, I think it was the model work. It puts it a little over the edge. It just really, really impressed me in that scene.
0: I'm going to go with it as well. Dante's peak exploding and all that. Yeah. That'll go. Paul's death was a very cool second. Yeah. It,
1: okay. It's right there.
0: All right before we get into noms and nods okay volcano volcano dante's peak
1: the perfect double feature
0: (laughs) (laughs) obviously you enjoyed dante's peak better
1: so much more
0: all right so what are your thoughts on these two films
1: um i mean like i think i gave a solid like three sentence summary earlier in the podcast that was both movies like, they're very similar. And also, I had never really heard of the U.S. geological survey until these two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to have basically the same guy do, go through the same plot with the same attempts at creating family around him and, like, the, there's kids and there's a new woman that he just met and they go through the disaster together. And the disaster, he kind of knows about it before everybody else. And so many other things. They're just the same. Like, they're actually the same. Um,
0: the only difference?
1: There's a couple differences.
0: Well, the difference is, mm-hmm. is that Tommy Lee Jones isn't a geologist. He's on, the yeah. city, he's, he's on the city crisis team or whatever they're called.
1: Yeah. But the other lady is a scientist with the geological survey. That's yeah. fair. That's fair.
0: Minor difference. Yeah. But everything else is... Is a guy who knows. Yeah. Tries to save people.
1: There is another difference in Volcano, and I thought this was really cool. He, Tommy Lee Jones, does not listen to the scientist very easily, mm-hmm. and he also keeps telling her that doing something is too dangerous. Like there's something that she wants to do that he says is too dangerous, and she does it, and somebody fucking dies. Yep. And it's like you're both. Correct. <laughs> like So that relationship between them of like, he's not believing the scientist and she's fighting for the truth, um, but also the truth is so fucking wild and he's kind of right to hold her back um, because there are big consequences. I thought that was really cool. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is fine. Um,
0: I can agree with that.
1: Yeah. Nobody else is fine except Don Cheadle, who's Fucking awesome. Don Cheadle is fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. He's the only good part of Volcano.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah. uh,
1: Like, like, in genuinely, like, so far above the rest of the movie. Yes. It, I, I was blown away. Except for Stan. Yeah, Stan did well. Yeah. I would say, like, Stan does fine. Like, he's competent until that scene, and then he, like, really fucking delivered.
0: Have you seen Zodiac?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's good. I like that actor a lot. Yeah. And, like, I like Tommy Lee Jones a lot, too. Um, Like, I like, I like a lot of the elements in other movies. (laughs) Like, I just don't like, I don't like volcano
0: (laughs) volcano for me starts off with a fun premise about a volcano forming. Yeah. Exploding in Los Angeles. Yeah. It's a fun idea. My problem with volcano is the way that they handle the volcano is what has a problem. Like, I love that the volcano solves racism in LA.
1: Oh God. Yeah. That was crazy. I forgot about that for a second. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> yeah. just This is,
0: and this is only five, five years after Rodney King. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that was, that was tough to watch. <sighs> yeah. Um, the very idea, like, yeah, You want to play within your rules. Okay. You have a volcano that erupts and forms in Los Angeles in extremely quick form. That's the rules you want to play by. I'll go with it. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you guys with little to no planning can collapse a building to make it flow a certain way is, and the, and the fact that Tommy Lee Jones can run faster than a collapsing building. Yep. Um, You've just strained the credulity far too much for me.
1: Yeah, big time.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, this is it, Volcanos made in '97, so it's four years before 9/11. But everybody covered in concrete dust. Yeah, and they all look the same. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: what I found hilarious about that scene? The kid says, "Like, look, they all look the same." Immediately, starts fucking raining. Look, they all look the same. And then they wash it away so they can all be different again. (laughs) Fucking hell. You really tried something there, didn't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Volcano, not good.
1: No. No. There are good elements. I like the the cops, the demolition cops that sacrifice themselves because they get stuck. Mm -hmm. It's like, good moment. Stan dying, good moment.
0: Stan's dying is the best moment of that movie. mm -hmm. It is so, it is so harrowing. Yeah. And... Honestly, it just leaves me – it leaves me terrified, and it's it's one of those moments where if I put myself in the movie, I I don't know what I would do.
1: Oh, I, I don't think I'd do it, to be honest. I think I like, would just
0: – let. I think I would let myself die. I don't think I could jump in. I honestly don't think I'm capable – of course, I'm not as big as Stan. I don't yeah. think I'm capable of saving that guy I'm trying to carry.
1: Yeah, I, I – I, I, I don't think I could do it either. I like. I definitely would have a hard time getting the guy up yep. and and running with him. Like I would have dragged him. Yep. And
0: uh, I'm sad to say I probably would have left him behind. I, I think I would the, have too. At the very moment where I'm like, I cannot save this guy. Yeah. I I'm sorry. I I got again. I'll be honest. It is. I I know I'm selfish, but it, it is also. I'm thinking of myself right now. There's no way. I could let myself die because I have a daughter. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's like the other thing is unconscious stranger who will not feel the pain of this death. Um, like it sucks, but respectfully Stan got melted. Yeah. Like and slowly. Yeah.
0: Um oh. it's yeah. <laughs> I I can't imagine that. Like that is beyond my capable. That is beyond my capability of imagining what that is. Yeah. Like I can, as as much as I know it, it, it's painful. I can, and that, not like I do it off, but I can imagine being burnt alive. Yeah. I don't want to. I understand that. That is, from my understanding, the most excruciating death you can have.
1: Yeah. I mean, you see them in that movie, like twenty feet away from the lava, and mm-hmm. they're like burning. And yeah. they're complaining about it like yep. very loudly. <laughs> yes. Um. So you have got him already standing on a big piece of metal that is surrounded by this lava, and he's not really even complaining. And then he jumps right into it. Yep. And it's like that metal is hot shit. Yep. And he's I love already show it's melting. Yeah. He's already shoes. sticking to the floor. Yep. And it was just brutal
0: it's the best part of that film yeah big time like like far and away like the, that movie's bad
1: yeah except Don Cheadle except Don, Don, Don Cheadle's so good Don Cheadle is so fucking <laughs> good in that movie they did not deserve him
0: yeah um I, I, I really had nothing else I really just wanted to talk about Stan's death
1: yeah it's, so for, for me Volcano and Dante's Peak Volcano Is not the baseline movie. It's a terrible movie. It's very bad. That has a small number of great moments, being Don Cheadle and Stan's death. And there's a couple of little, like, nuggets of good stuff, but everything else is terrible. Okay. Those two great moments are better than the vast majority of what happens in Dante's Peak to me.
0: Yes. Yeah. I will agree
1: with that. But Dante's Peak is better by far the better movie i agree as
0: well not even close
1: to me not even close to me i understand you have some reservations but to me it's like night and day every single especially because i got to watch volcano only a couple hours before watching dante's peak like five hours ish (laughs) give or take it wasn't supposed Uh, to be that big of a gap it was absolutely not it was supposed (laughs) to be like a hour hour and a half break and uh it ended up being like five but that's okay. <laughs>
0: Mine was three days.
1: Nice. So, But watching them so close together, it was like seeing, and I think it can be attributed to the writing and the directing of both, it's like seeing someone take the same script, except on one of them they only make the wrong choices, and the other one they only make the right choices. This, the, the idea and all of it is a mediocre movie. Like, it's not trying to win awards or anything. It's trying to be a cool blockbuster. But on one side, Volcano makes the wrong choice at almost every turn, and Dante's Peak makes a good choice at almost every turn. And uh, Volcano lucked out by having some really just, like, above and beyond great moments that Dante's Peak didn't quite reach, um, but arguably a couple moments do. It's close, but... Dante's Peak is just, by and large, the more consistently well-made film. And uh, I thought it was a really interesting study in how two movies that are so similar can go in such wildly different ways.
0: Okay, so the director of Volcanoes is a guy named Mick Jackson. Okay. I only seen one other film he did, and it is a completely massive guilty pleasure. Yeah. It's Kevin Costner. Okay. Um, it is not good. Oh no. Mushy loves this movie. She came on to review it with me. The movie is The Bodyguard with Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston.
1: Oh nice. I was very close to watching that last week.
0: Uh I think it's a movie one hundred percent worth watching. Okay. Because I it's either one, you're like, Oh my god, this is honestly, you it's so bad you're like, I love it, or you're like, <laughs> Holy fuck, I can't believe how bad this movie is. Gotcha. It is exactly that. Yeah. Uh massive hit. Okay. Like, Bodyguard I think was like the fourth highest grossing film of that year. Wow. Yeah. Massive hit. Yeah. Um and then I thought I saw another one did that I liked. No, that is it. Oh, he did this other movie called LA Story that was not good. So skip. That sounds familiar. Uh Steve Martin, um and Sarah Jessica Parker. It's not huh. it's not good. Okay. Not good. Uh Roger Donaldson on the other hand, Dante's Peak, mm mm-hmm. uh his filmography is littered with movies that I like. And by littering, okay. he's got like two or three. <laughs> so he did this really great movie called 13 Days that I love. Yeah. Um, Kevin Costner. Nice, nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kevin Costner. It's about the Cuba Misses Crisis. Yeah. And it is fantastic. Sweet. I fucking love that movie. I watched that movie a lot. Nice. And he did this other movie. Uh, called No Way Out, uh, Kevin Costner. Okay. Great thriller. I'm <laughs> sensing yeah. a, 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 a theme. theme. Yeah. Uh, really great thriller. And I thought there was another one before I get to the last one. Okay, yeah. Last one is an absolute, the guiltiest pleasure. Yeah. Of all time. Okay. It is a movie I fucking love, and I keep threatening Sam that we are going to review it. Yeah. And that is the movie that the star of the movie himself has disowned and will not ever talk about. Whoa. Yeah. The movie is Cocktail with Tom Cruise. Oh, no way. It is... Um, I don't know if you can see the metascore for Cocktail. Do you want to take a guess? Don't look at my screen. He's
1: disowned it.
0: He has disowned it, will not talk about it. It's the, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the only film in his filmography that he will not discuss. <sighs> Granted... Let me just look this up while you're thinking. Metascore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm almost positive that Cocktail finished in the top 10 highest grossing films of that year. What? Yeah.
1: Um, okay.
0: <sighs> I think uh, I'm feeling. Yeah, it was the ninth highest grossing film of 1988. Oh,
1: jeez. I'm feeling a 38 Metascore too low
0: divide that by three it's 12
1: what 12 and it's in the top 10 highest grossing of 1980 of 1988
0: yeah, it was the ninth highest grossing film of 1988 what
1: happened in 88 man
0: 1988 good year <laughs> here are the other top 10 okay okay actually we'll start at 11 okay 11 is working girl great movie yeah, yeah.
1: have you seen it i haven't seen it i've oh. heard amazing things Grateful. yeah number 10 beetlejuice Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: Number nine, Cocktail. Yeah. Number eight, movie I don't like, Uh, The Naked Gun.
3: Okay. Not I've, heard, I've heard good things. Don't but, yeah. like
0: it. Yeah. Number seven, Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fucking love Die Hard. Yeah. Number six, Crocodile Dundee 2.
1: Ah, hell yeah. Two. We love it.
0: <laughs> Five, Twins.
1: Nice. I really like that one. <laughs> you yeah. really? Yeah, I do. <laughs>
0: fucking awesome. So we're at 11, 10. Six and five, four films, comedies in the top ten. Comedies.
1: That's amazing.
0: Number four, comedy,
1: big. Oh, nice. Nice, nice.
0: Number three, comedy, coming to America. (laughs) Okay. Number two, comedy, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yep, okay. And the highest grossing film of 1988 is the movie that won best picture The Best Picture winner was also the highest grossing film of the year. What a time to be alive. Rain Man. Rain
1: Man. Rain Man. Come on. Is the
0: highest grossing film of that year. Fuck the 80s and 90s were great.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Man, I...
0: Okay, back to Cocktail. Yeah. I fucking love this movie. Okay. Love this movie. Okay. Will never recommend somebody to watch it. Okay. Because I know that they will not like it. Mm-hmm. Is it as bad as a 12 Metascore? No. It is not. Yeah. It is not. Like, this is not. <laughs> Ghost can't do it. Okay. Not like not even close.
1: Sure. What's the Metascore on that?
0: There is none. Not enough. Oh, no. Not related. enough? Gotcha. Yeah. 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 But I love Cocktail. Now, again, I do like Tom Cruise. Yeah. I don't... I know he's a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. But on screen, he's magnificent. Yeah. But this movie... Uh, it's got some problems. Okay. But I I kind of grew up with it. Yeah. And I love it. I absolutely love it. It is a a huge comfort movie. Mm -hmm. I like this movie so much that it's such an easy watch for me that I have to actively not choose it when I just want to put something on. Wow. Um, Yeah. Like, I'll be, I'm like, I just want to watch something. I'm like, I should just watch Cocktail again. I'm like, no, you shouldn't. Don't do it. (laughs) Pick something else. (laughs) Because it's not, it's, like what? Yeah, it's an hour forty four. Okay. It's it and it doesn't feel that long. It is just a it's just a Tom Cruise charm machine. Wow. From start to finish. With this incredible supporting performance by Brian Brown. Okay. As Coglin. Okay. I I wish <laughs> I can't wait to review this movie. Yeah. And I, le- I I'm so excited to review this movie. That I might try and get other people to come on for that episode, just nice. so I can have a group discussion. Maybe it might be me against a group, but I won't care. <laughs> yeah, I will be so happy to talk about this movie. I won't care if everyone shits on it.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah.
0: And I thought I had a friend that would be on board. Yeah. Uh, he's only he's he's only been on once. He's not he's not active in the groups. Yeah. Um, but my best friend Ray, I thought he liked this movie, but I found out he hates Tom Cruise. <laughs> So I, I don't like him anymore. Ugh. I'm now sad that he was in my wedding party. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into noms and nods. Noms and nods. All right. Okay. Any nominations?
1: I do have one.
0: Okay. I have a pretty good idea what it is. Yeah, what, what you got? whatever
1: the special effects can go under, I figured. that shit was
0: great. All right, so special effects that year, there are none.
1: All right, then fuck them. Dante's Peak one. It so
0: has to be. Oh, they're B- okay. Best visual effects. Okay. Okay. So there's only three. So there's okay. two empty slots. Sure. So we can slot it in. Yeah. Now, sadly, Yeah. part of the rules is it has to... Re- we got two empty slots so we can put it in there. But playing by the rules, we have to substitute something in there. Okay. But there's only three nominees. And I know you haven't seen one of them. Okay. I know you've seen one of them. Okay. And the third I'm unsure. Okay. So... The one you haven't seen is the Lost World Jurassic Park. Correct. I can tell you right now it's not taking that one out. <laughs> okay. Not happening. <laughs> not happening. Okay. Next sure. one, I don't know if you've seen it, is Starship yeah. Troopers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Love it. I can't you take you that can't out. You can't take that out, no. The bugs in that alone. Oh, there's. It, it's
1: too good. Yeah, that's fair.
0: And the winner. <laughs> sorry, it's Titanic. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, sure, fair, fine. Yeah. So I agree. For, wait for special effects. For, vi-
2: for visual
0: effects. Visual effect. You gotta remember, he built the fucking boat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but at what point is that just production design?
0: It's part of it, but there's also like the digital recreation of everything. <sighs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, you, you can't, you can't. I'm like, if. So yeah, I like Dante's Peak. I can't take out any of these to put it in.
1: It so deserves the nom.
0: Yeah, I'll put it. I'll put yeah. it in since they only have three nominees. Yeah, I'll slide it in as number four. All right, we can cheat it in there. But, but I, I can't. Yeah. I won't. I won't take out any of the other three. Yeah. Another fun, fun little
1: tidbit. Yeah. Science World has a um, a great temporary exhibit on James Cameron and the making of his movies and his pioneering work in underwater technology and exploration and a big part of that is their his work on titanic they have a really big section on the abyss um and then they have a lot of like letters that he wrote as a child trying to learn about underwater exploration
0: the abyss was supposed to come out on 4k this week ooh, and it got it, pushed to march oh that's i was so fucking mad because i i yeah. went i went to best buy today <sighs> to get it to treat myself. Oh no. And then I was like, it's not fucking here. So I had to quickly Google. I'm like, fucking March. It comes that out sucks. It comes out digitally yeah next week. Oh. Okay. Apparently. And I'm like, no. I'm not double yeah, dipping. I'm that's like, I already own the Abyss on yeah. DVD. But I can I cannot fucking wait. I might take that day off work. That's fair. That's fair. I won't. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta save up my vacation for uh, my daughter's fucking dance trips. <laughs> uh, I'm the same. That that was the only one I was gonna give it a nomination in. Yeah. Um. they like the the best chance it would have outside of that would be
1: supporting for Paul, but like I doubt that it holds a candle to the nominations
0: that are already in well, there. We can go through it. I don't know how many you've seen. I've seen them all. I'd be happy to. Give it a little chat. Okay. All right. So Robin Williams wins for Goodwill Hunting. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Okay. Yeah. Are you no, taking like, him out? Absolutely not. Okay. No. Robert Forster for Jackie Brown. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins for Amistad. I haven't seen that. Okay. No. Not happening. No. <laughs> no. No. Well, that's Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Greg Kinnear for As Good as It Gets. I haven't seen it. Okay. This is the. I'll, if you listen to our episodes, yeah, you're gonna hear Greg Kinnear's name a lot okay because out of the five he's easily number five gotcha so if we're pulling somebody out this is where he can come out
1: okay so do you think no
0: no no i like charles dennehy hanalan hanalan shit yeah that was pretty bad man shut <laughs>
2: up <laughs> like you do charles hallahan
0: <laughs> so hallahan okay charles hallahan uh while i do enjoy his performance a lot a yeah. lot uh, I can't, Greg Kinnear is actually really good, but it when you watch all of these, it's obvious obviously Greg Kinnear's number five. Gotcha. Uh, and lastly, <laughs> is um, Burt Reynolds in Boogie Nights. Yeah, fair enough.
1: I haven't seen that, so. but
0: yeah. so You've only seen Good Will Hunting? Yep. You haven't seen Jackie Brown, As Good As It Gets, or Boogie Nights? You got some fucking serious work to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. Of course, you have until the end, basically almost May, to get yeah. 97 done. So you got lots of time. Oh, yeah bump those numbers up
1: as good as it gets has been on my watch list for
0: since i started listening to the podcast i think you you'll like it. it i don't know if your dad's seen it i think he'd like that as well yeah yeah is that the one with the jack nicholson nicholson yeah, yeah.
1: okay him he's and, holding, him holding and
0: Hel- dog or some shit yeah, yeah. him yeah. and helen hunt win the oscar okay yeah good for them yeah <laughs> so yeah that's all i got okay well yeah uh, I, I won't lie this almost got some Razzie nominations for me Really? Yes, until I looked at other ones like uh, like I wanted to put screenplay in, but when I saw the volcano, nom- <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, volcano didn't even get nominated. Um, but I have I have seen I have seen all five of the worst screenplay nominations. Yeah, uh, not recently, but I've seen them. Okay, so uh, the postman wins. <laughs> um, sure. Anaconda. Yeah okay, which I haven't seen I, since I saw it in theaters.
1: Okay, I, I saw that in
0: like the mid 2010s. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Batman and Robin. Sure, yeah. Which I am not looking forward to rewatching. <laughs> uh, the Lost World, Jurassic Park. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that bad? The screenplay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Speed Two Cruise Control. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Respectfully, if for a single second you think Dante's Peak is taking any of those out, you have to stop yourself and put Volcano first. There's no shot.
0: Yeah, but we're talking about Dante's Peak, not Volcano. <laughs> okay, I see how it is. It's not, how like, it is. It's, not like, it's not like when I was reviewing last week The Lost World Jurassic Park. Yeah. I'm not like, this should be nominated. Oh, wait, I can think of a worse film or a better film that I should put in instead of The Lost World Jurassic Park. We're talking about the movie we're reviewing. <laughs> if this was the Volcano review... I would talk about that. Okay. Okay. I, sure. <laughs> it's your podcast, so- <laughs> man. It's your podcast. <laughs> You're goddamn right to this. Uh, so it was a, it was almost a consideration. Okay. But when I did take a look at these nominees, I'm like, I, it ain't cracking that five. <laughs> it ain't cracking that five. Okay. Uh, but that's all I had. Um, yeah. So we did get to talk about uh, <laughs> I forgot his name already. Charles Hallahan. Yeah. I wanted to call him Paul, but that's his character's <laughs> name. Uh, so we, we thought about him. Uh, anything else stand out for you? Mm. No? No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give a. I'm not going to give it a nomination, mm-hmm. but I'll give a little nod. The cinematography was nice yeah. because they were on location. Yeah. yeah. So it stands out. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's, I think, every other aspect of this, and I've said it a few times, it's just slightly above average. Like, it's just slightly above good. The. Sorry, not above good. It's good. It's just none of it dips below average. The right. performances are all good and acceptable. The
0: I can get on board with that. Yes, I yeah. don't. I don't think anybody in this movie was actively bad. Yeah,
1: like I think you get like Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton are both amazing actors in their in their things. Yep, and I think they're both in their thing here. I don't think we're pushing them very far. We did not mention them at all in nominations or nods. Yeah. Yeah. I I barely even talked about them talking about the movie, to be honest. Um, But they just deliver exactly what is needed, except with the depth of a good actor. I think if you put a worse actor in in those spots, you get a bad movie.
0: I agree. Like, easily. Yep.
1: Um, But yeah, everything's just like,
0: that's fine. Okay. That's fine. All right. Yeah. It's time for favorite quotes. Okay. So as uh, as we've uh, started doing recently, we have pulled the audio, and Kyle and I have uh, pooled our favorite quotes together. Uh, he doesn't know what my nominations are. No. But I do know his. We're going to play them all now. It feels like cheating, Manny. A little bit. A little, little bit. Little bit. <laughs> but, but you get you get a surprise. That is nice. I'll We're, take it. Whereas yeah. I don't. Yeah. That was part of like that was one of the fun things when Sam and I were doing our quotes is that yeah. I didn't know what he picked and so I there's a lot of times I'd be like, Oh I didn't fucking think of that one, it was so awesome. I can still fake it now, like when we play it, but whatever. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, so here we go with our favorite quotes. Nominee and number one. How long has this light been blinking? I don't know, day or two?
1: Thank you, NASA. Thank you,
0: NASA. Thank
1: you, NASA. Thank you, NASA!
0: And our next nominee is right here.
4: My ninth grade science teacher once told me that if you put a frog
3: in boiling water, it'll jump right out. But if you put it in cold water and heat it up gradually, it'll just sit there and slowly boil to death.
4: What's that, Harry? Your recipe for frog soup?
3: It's my recipe for disaster.
0: Our next favorite quote is... Yes! It's coffee time! Coffee! 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 Coffee!
3: Cappuccino! Java! Yes!
0: And our next nominee... Yes. All
3: right, hey, 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 hey. Ladies and gentlemen, I am sure that Dr. Dalton was only doing what he thought was in your town's best interests. However, I have learned through bitter experience that these decisions are not to be made lightly. Now. Back in 1980, I would have bet you a million bucks that Mammoth Mountain was about to go up. And we at the USGS began to talk about the possibility of putting that town on alert. Now, thank God, the mountain didn't go up, but the damage had already been done. You see, the word leaked out that the USGS had expressed concern, and so the tourists panicked, and they stayed away, and the real estate values plummeted, and the town nearly went bankrupt. Consequently, I'm now a lot more cautious when it comes to even talking about putting a town on alert. Now, folks, understand something. We are going to be camped out here for as long as it takes with seismometers and tilt meters that are going to measure and monitor every little hiccup that the mountain makes. We'll be bouncing laser beams off it to track any changes in size. We'll be analyzing gas emissions. Hell, we've even got a little robot that's going to take a stroll up there and take the darn thing's temperature. Now, believe me, I'm not trying to make light of your concerns. But I want you to understand that if the time comes to call for an alert, if the time comes, it will be based upon scientific evidence and not upon anyone's opinion.
0: Our next nominee. Have you ever been deep
4: sea fishing? No. Good, neither have I. So when we get out of here, and we will get out of here, what do you say, we go down to Florida, we get ourselves a boat and we stock it with all the nicest, yummiest things we possibly can get our hands on. Then we go out there and we catch ourselves a big old fat fish. Hmm?
0: Does that sound good? And our next nominee.
3: Paul, you sent me up here to check. I'm doing that. I think attention should be paid.
0: And our next nominee. Where do you
3: get your beans? So...
2: So, so. And our next nominee, we grab that. We've had plenty of minor rough already. Maybe we're over the hump. Yeah, I hope.
3: Get real, Beavis. She's just clearing her throat. She hasn't even started to sing yet.
0: And those are our nominees for favorite quote.
1: Amazing. Yeah, between the... I think I had... After the movie, I think I had 10 or 11 quotes. Holy shit. Yeah. And we covered pretty much all of them amongst the two
0: of us there. Nice.
1: So that was, that was nice. All it right. It was good.
0: You're selection for
1: a favorite quote oh man so the it, it's a bit of an underdog this one okay and i don't know if i can pick it but the so 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 really it i love it i was laughing fucking hysterically because it's such a small moment it's such a bro thing it is a bro thing such a bro thing but the so whole time bro. it's like you hitting that what do you mean are you hitting that is it, it it's just so perfectly said i mm, do i want to pick it i think i do i think Unbe- that that's my quote unbelievable i fucking loved it because it just it was so it was said so perfectly and in in the context and it's such a small moment in joke that it just caught me so off guard i think it was the funniest part of the
0: movie okay <laughs> uh mine's Paul's speech to the council yeah, that's fair. I love that monologue. It's really good. It's delivered really well. Awesome. Uh, what was the weak link of the film?
1: Um, I mean, Terry being a bit of a jackass at the beginning, to me, I understand screenplay is pretty weak. Think, things are not fully there with this movie, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with it. So, to me, the weak link is Terry's jackassery at the beginning. Okay. But... I understand that there are weaker parts. Okay. Yeah. Uh
0: I really wanted to pick the script. So I'm going to just peek out pick out the weakest part of the film for me. Okay. It's the scene where he decides to drive over the lava with his truck.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: That was the only part honestly, yeah. That part bothered me more than them hiding in the mine. With the pyroclastic flow coming,
1: that's fair. I I took that scene in the same vein as like Stan in the 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 tram, where I'm like, "There's no way you're alive with lava underneath a big metal tin. You're, it's just not gonna happen." But for the movie, I have to accept it. So that I got past it pretty.
0: Easy. I couldn't get past it. Fair enough. It bugged me a lot. Yeah, and that's also the scene where they fucking save the dog.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. saving the dog was so you, dumb.
0: You double fucked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. I think He's easily my least favorite part of the movie.
1: It would have been so funny if they see the dog, they get to the dog, and the dog like slips and
0: falls. Fuck yes. That would have been great. I'd have been happy. Yeah. This movie would have been a five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, I'm taking notes. I'm killing dogs in every you're, movie You're I fucking get. right. Yeah.
0: All right, you ready for some trivia? Ready. All right. Uh, cast and crew of this movie found themselves in a distribution race with 20th Century Fox which was producing volcano fucking volcano due to a sped up production schedule this movie reached theaters almost three months earlier than volcano and had better box office success
1: hell yeah it did
0: uh the volcanic ash was really fine newspaper shavings
1: oh that's so cool oh i love that okay
0: <laughs> i knew you would like that one. Oh man um the story of ruth refusing to leave was inspired by actual events In 1980, when Mount St. Helens was about to blow, local resident Harry R. Truman, not the president, (laughs) who was living in a failed tourist lodge that he had owned for 50 years, adamantly refused to leave. He was interviewed on camera and pointedly warned, but he insisted that the danger was being wildly exaggerated. Meanwhile, David Johnson, a principal scientist on the USGS team, had taken up a position to view the north face of the mountain. He was six miles away. At 8.32 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on May 18, 1980, he radioed the message, Vancouver, Vancouver, this is it. Seconds later, he was killed by the lateral blast, which removed the entire side of the mountain. In 1993, 13 years after the blast, road construction workers discovered what turned out to be the remnants of Johnson's USGS trailer. Neither his body nor the body of Truman were ever found. The pyroclastic flows began at a speed of 225 miles per hour and accelerated to 675 miles per hour, almost at the speed of sound. Johnson was impacted at a speed of about 360 miles per hour. Yeah, six miles away. What is that, like three seconds after the blast he's hit by it? Yeah. Like you barely even have time to react.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you don't mess around with those. No.
0: No. Imagine that you're six miles away. You're like, I'm safe. Yeah.
1: Nope. There's not a whole lot that's going to kill you from six miles. Yeah. That is is one of the things for sure.
0: Uh, Harry's analogy with the frog in a pot of slowly boiling water might be thought of as an urban myth, but the fact is that, as has been seen in several reported hot tub deaths, prolonged exposure to heat can cause extreme drowsiness to the point of loss of consciousness, resulting in not boiling to death,
2: but drowning. Wow. Okay. Yeah,
1: I've definitely, I've heard that the frog thing is a a myth, Mm -hmm. but uh, that hot tub thing is an interesting way to think about it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, When the volcanic lava begins to destroy the mountain cabin, everyone runs to get into a small boat. The first time the scene was filmed, the boat sank. Jamie Renee Smith could not swim and Pierce Brosnan held her until a crew member pulled her from the water.
1: Whoa. <laughs> you should
0: see your faces. Faces awesome right now. Oh man. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. That feels like something that shouldn't
0: happen. <laughs> man. Uh um, good for Pierce Brosen though. You know, saving lives. I I've honestly I've only heard good things about Pierce Brosnan as a person. Mm-hmm. yeah Seems seems like a seems like a chill dude. I love hearing that, like good things about those kind yeah. of people. It's so nice. Uh, Pierce Brosnan said in a press interview shortly after the film's release that he practiced shouting the line, it's a pyroclastic cloud, in front of a mirror for six days oh. prior to shooting the scene. Brosnan stated, it is the movie's key emotional scene, and I needed to get that enunciation just right. That's acting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a legend. That's uh, amazing. I, Because I, I actually remember specifically thinking when he said that, like, he got that out pretty good.
0: <laughs> like, like,
1: good on you, man. All
0: right. I only have a couple of casting what ifs, uh, both for the role of Harry Dalton. Okay. The first one is Kurt Russell. Ooh. I know. Ooh. I like that a lot. That is a good one. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's a different movie. Yes. Because he definitely plays like a little bit more charming. Yeah. Towards like, he's definitely playing a little bit more. I'm definitely hitting that. Yeah. 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 And the other one is Michael Douglas. Oh, <sighs> I know. Also a different movie, but yes. also really good. Yeah. I like both of those. Yeah. Pierce is fine. Yeah. I he's think good. he's good. I like those both. I would have liked to see both of those movies.
1: Yeah. I think I think those are all good options.
0: Yeah. Awesome. All right. Closing credits. Would you watch this movie again? I would. Yeah. 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 I will not. Uh, no. Yeah. No. No.
1: Fair enough. No. I, I will definitely watch it under the right circumstances. It's been like a really long time since I've seen it but I would watch it to show it to someone else.
0: All right. That's fair. Uh, Would you recommend this movie to friends?
1: Yeah. If they're looking for a disaster movie, I I would, I would toss it in there. I would definitely put it like with a couple caveats and I'd also give them twister and some other options as well.
0: Yeah. I have a lot of other options that I would recommend before this, but I do know of some people that would like this movie so I know who I could recommend it to. It's not a blank recommendation, yeah. but I do know some people that would like it. I will I... say,
1: if you're a Pierce Brosnan fan, that that will help you in this movie. That's true. Because he true. he's kind of like vaguely Pierce Brosnan vibes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if you just like that, then you'll be good.
0: Totally. Yeah. I can get that. Yeah. Um, MVP of the film.
1: It's the, the easily the special
0: effects, the visual effects. Easily. I'm pretty sure that you were gonna pick that. <laughs> um, I like that. My pick, a little outside the box. My MVP is Charles Hallahan.
1: I'm. Uh, that makes me happy.
0: I love Paul. Yeah, he's my favorite character. Honestly, I give I give him the MVP. I think wow. he's. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's giving the best performance. Yeah. He is technically the antagonist of the film. Yeah. Because he's the one that is railing against our protagonist and he's the one causing the conflict yeah but he's not an asshole he's just doing his job yeah and he's not a he's not like the mayor in jaws yeah he is he's just doing his job he agrees something's going on that's why they stay it's not like they leave yeah and so i i liked him a lot his death scene is done really well with the exception of the wilhelm scream yeah and yeah, I just I think for me he's the MVP. He has the best monologue. I think he's giving the best performance and he has the best death.
1: Nice. MVP. Yeah.
0: I he,
1: he, that's a close second to me. I like he, the special really effects.
0: That was actually my close second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh recommend a good double feature with this film. Yeah.
1: So if you I have two. Okay. If you want to investigate what made like how film works do volcano with this because i found it really educational to see what the differences are why one sucks and in my opinion one is decent
0: when you basically have the same idea
1: exactly yeah and it's not even just like vaguely the same it's really fucking like eerily similar even like there's some shots that you're looking at that and you're like hmm okay like the boots melting mm-hmm. for stan there is another thing similar to that that happens in Dante's speak yep so it's like these direct things that are pulling at each other why is one good and one not it i found it really educational yep if you want another good disaster movie it's got to be twister I love with it. this easily yeah okay
0: uh so you have to pick one uh, you, got, you gotta finalize
1: I'll pick Twister because okay. that's the more general.
0: You should do this. That's a really good pick. So I'll go with Volcano. Okay. Because that was my pick, and I had the same idea: Volcano and Twister. Okay. So if you're going with Twister, what's the order of the movies you're doing? Twister's last. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So I have Volcano and Dante's Peak. It's Volcano and then Dante's Peak. Good. Volcano first. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> what will be this film's legacy?
1: The best volcano film of '97. <laughs> Come on, man. That, that's too easy.
0: I'm not gonna go <laughs> that far. Oh <laughs> what? No, because I'm not saying volcano's better. Okay. But I don't think the legacy of this film is that yeah, it's the yeah. better one. I think the legacy of this film is that it is one of two volcano movies from the same year. Yeah. That I believe is the true legacy. I don't think people think of Dante's Speak as a, it's the better one.
1: There I those people haven't seen them both. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's my opinion of the legacy <laughs> of this film. <laughs>
1: okay, well the legacy of this film is actually that it's the one that ended our friendship. So <laughs> I was nice tonight. Yeah, you were. I, I appreciate it. I, I am still very interested in the more negative parts. I mean you did touch on the the car over lava. I just
0: I just don't feel Okay. I'll get into it in final thoughts.
1: Okay. I mean the thing is, regardless of how bad you think Dante's Peak is, volcano is always worse. Yes.
0: I'm no, not I'm not arguing that point. If you're asking me which good. one is better, it, it is Dante's Peak. Okay. Yes. Okay. That doesn't mean okay. that it's a good movie. Okay.
1: Sure. <laughs> Did you learn anything from this movie? Um You just no matter what you do. You cannot outrun a pyroclastic flow. <laughs> that shit will get you.
0: <laughs> uh, for Unless me, there's a coal mine. That's true. Then, yeah. Yes. Uh, for me is not to trust hot springs.
1: Ooh, good pick. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, a lot.
0: Uh, all right, your final thoughts on Dante's Peak.
1: Um, super, super, like Homer pick for me. <laughs> I really enjoy this movie. I recognize it's not it's not breaking boundaries it's not winning awards it's not you know mind-blowing stuff but at no point am i disappointed in this movie or that i watched it or that i am watching it or that i will probably watch it again it just makes me kind of vaguely happy and i get enjoyment out of it and it's the best volcano film of 97 so like clearly why wouldn't i get all of those things out of it um it could have been done better but i don't need it to be okay it's it's just one of those like good movies that will be good to me and i understand where it fails but it makes up for it all to me
0: okay so he- here in Final thoughts is where I guess'll I'll get into my problems with the movie and basically I can just basically almost use your words and your description to convey my feelings for me this movie is not a kind of a, a good movie across the board it's just a little not good enough so it's this is perfectly middling to not quite good enough mm-hmm. across the board. There's nothing in this movie. With the ex- honestly, with the exception of that one scene of them driving across the lava and, the si- and surviving the dog, yeah, and Terry's stupid decision. There's nothing in this movie that irks me, but it just doesn't hold my interest enough. Gotcha. Love, love the cinematography in regards that. Everything's outside and they're on location. Yep. The special effects are really great, especially the model work. Everybody's acting is good enough for the movie they're in. Nobody really stands out where, except for Charles Dallahan, is the best. And unfortunately, even that isn't enough to even sneak at a nomination for anything. Everybody's doing the job that is needed to get this movie along. Nobody is bad. Nobody is great. So it's right middling across the board but not good enough for me to fully enjoy this movie. There's aspects of the movie that I can appreciate but I just found the movie a little too boring but it has some technical aspects that are worthy of appreciation. That's what I can give it. Okay. Time to give this movie a rating.
1: Alrighty. What are you I've giving it, f- Kyle? So this is the Perfect example of a movie that I would give a three and a half. It doesn't break the category of greatness, Mm -hmm. which I feel like that's a four. Okay, four is greatness. Five is greatness that I relate to and love. Mm -hmm. Um, and three is just good. That's fine. Okay, but it's just it's to me it's better than just good. Okay, and. But I can't put it in that category of greatness. So for the purposes of this podcast, yep. to me, it is a three with an asterisk. <laughs> Just a the three. three. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give it a three. And that's my thoughts.
0: Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Going into this podcast, after watching it last night, I won't lie. This flirted with a one.
1: I kind of felt like it might.
0: Flirted. Okay. I felt pretty comfortable this was a two. I knew, even though I said at the beginning, there's no way you're going to talk me into a three. Okay. But you came closer than I thought.
1: Hey. It's still a two. Okay.
0: But it definitely rose closer to a three than a one.
1: What was it that... Tip the scales. Was it my description of Paul's death,
0: the description of Paul's death, and actually the reminder of how technically well made the movie was, especially the special effects? I kind of forgot. Gotcha. I kind of like because I was, in all honesty, for a lot of the movie I was pretty bored. Yeah. So I kind of forgot that the special effects were that great. Yeah. Until I was reminded. Okay. So it is a solid two.
1: I I will take. I'll take that it's not a one yeah. because I was I was worried we were going to come come out of here throwing some hands. <laughs> but
0: it, it's that's okay. It was yeah, it it was it was sniffing it was sniffing a one. Okay. Uh after the watch last night. Yeah. And as I was doing my notes, I am like, no, it's not quite a one. I'm like, I've given out some ones already um for 97. Oh shit, what the fuck
1: did I just do?
0: Uh-oh. <laughs>
1: technical difficulties over yeah, okay. here
0: um so yeah it uh i think i've given out two ones already if i'm not mistaken for 97 wow yeah i
1: don't think i've given any out yet to 97 i've been really impressed with 97 so far actually
0: yeah it, like the movies that i gave ones two <laughs> aren't ones that i was really that shocked so eight yeah. heads in a duffel bag and out to sea both got ones right yeah yeah they were not good
1: yeah i would and i was even like i was pretty disappointed in volcano it still wasn't a one for me
0: no volcano got a two yeah yeah
1: and dante's peak flirted with a one
0: after watching it same with same with volcano okay, like after watching okay, watched volcano, okay. i'm like was that a one i'm like no it's what saved it from a one. Like one is basically there's almost no redeeming qualities. For yeah. A one. Yeah. Like almost almost none. Yeah. In Volcano, there's Don Cheadle and Stan. Yes. And Stan's death. Yeah. That's three things. Yeah. So I'm like, it can't be a one. Yep, I respect that. So and that's that's
1: why it also lived at a two for me.
0: Dante's Peak flirted with a one because I was just I, I honestly going into Dante's Peak, I'm like, this is gonna be so much better than Volcano. And I was like, it's not that much better. It's technically better. Yeah. Like film better. Acting is better, with the exception of two. The highs in Volcano are higher. There's only like yeah. three highs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in Dante's Peak, all the technical aspects are miles ahead. Yeah. Of Volcano. Oh, big time. But uh, it was just boring.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Or I shouldn't say I shouldn't say it's boring. It's definitely not boring. That's. It. It, it is at the beginning. Like it's, it is. It's not. It's just not exciting. It's not. It's yeah. it's it's not exciting. Okay, here here's what uh, we'll get into a little bit more. It's <laughs> not that it, it's not that it's boring. It's just that their characters aren't interesting enough to make the slow part of the movie enjoyable to watch. Yeah, but they're not bad enough where I'm like, where I can make fun of them or something. They're just perfectly fine. Yeah. They just skate through. They literally just, just skate through. (laughs) So the only one that garners a reaction is Ruth. Yeah. And then when she dies, I'm not happy because I hit too close to home. Yeah. You robbed me. (laughs) If they just killed the dog.
1: Yeah. Okay. Gotcha.
0: Remake coming in just for Manny. Fucking A. Uh, I was listening to a podcast today while we were working uh, on Dante's Peak. Oh yeah, uh, this really great podcast. that I actually don't listen to often enough. Um, it's these uh, two ladies, and they're called the Disaster Girls, and they just reviewed disaster films. Nice. And uh, they had a guest on who is the host of another podcast I listened to, who is who was the showrunner and or writer for. Um, the show Sleepy Hollow. Okay. And he pitched an idea for a sequel to Dante's Peak oh. because we're closing into the 30th anniversary. Oh. With it being 97, 2027. Mm-hmm. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. You being a fan of this movie, maybe you'd be into it. Okay. So 30 years later, Yeah, this town of Dante's Peak has rebuilt itself. Okay. Harry... And Rachel are still together. Nice. And they live there. The daughter comes back to town. She has followed in Harry's footsteps and become a volcanologist. Okay. She discovers that Dante's Peak is going to blow again. Okay. And the three of them have to try and save the town.
1: Hmm. I think it could be good. I think that could be good. I think it, it borders on the same... Um, it borders on being the same yeah. as Dante's Peak Yeah, but I think if you write it well
0: that could be pretty good do you want to know her cast for this daughter oh hit me I don't know how you feel about this actress I'm not a fan but yeah. she has gotten better
1: okay there's one person that if you say the name I will be unhappy
0: it's Kristen Stewart
1: oh hmm I'm in the same boat with you on on her. I actually like. I thought she was fine in Twilight. She delivered what Twilight asked for, and then she just keeps I thought getting she was better.
0: Actively fucking horrible in Twilight.
1: Uh, I was really young when I watched Twilight, and I've fair. never picked it back I was up. Not, so. and I had to watch
0: it a lot because my ex-wife loved that movie. Ooh, okay, so, so that's I unfortunate. Watch, I had to watch it a lot. I because I watched it so much, my hatred for those films diminished. Okay, because when you watch it off enough with someone that loves it, yeah, because while she knew I didn't like them. I never disparage them in front of her while we were yep. watching them. Nice. Maybe when we were not watching them, I might take a couple shots. Yeah, But I would, ne- I would never, ever try to affect or diminish her enjoyment while we're watching that movie. That is plain fucking rude. Yeah, I would never do that to somebody unless it's Mushhead. <laughs> Catching strays. So, but in my opinion, my opinion. Kristen Stewart is the worst part of the Twilight franchise. She is, in my opinion, a horrible actress in those movies.
1: Yeah, I really love her in other stuff.
0: Yeah. Sure. Who did you have in mind for the the grown-up daughter? I just feel like it would go to, like, Haley Steinfeld, and I don't like that. You don't like Haley Steinfeld?
1: Not yet. Not really. really. I know you do, and I know why, and I disagree with you wholeheartedly. (laughs) That she's also really good in True Grit. I haven't seen True Grit. Oh. so that almost, she, does that.
0: I'm almost positive she got nominated for that.
1: I like the thing is, I don't think that she's super bad, but I think she plays the same character a lot. That's fair. And it's not a character that I like or relate to at all. Not that I'm meant to. It's not for me. I'm for one Oscar. Um, but I, like a picture. I, <laughs> I feel like she has the potential to get way better. But she's not there yet and I feel like people are acting like she's there. Okay. And it bugs the crap out of me cuz she does actively detract from some things that I've seen her in. Okay. Uh yeah. I like I me.
0: haven't I haven't seen her in a lot. Yeah. So obviously I like her in the MCU, MCU I was going to say films. She's not she's in a show called Hawkeye. She was a lot of fun. I thought she was great. I, I have no connection to the character she plays. Yeah. So I don't know if she was close or not and that means a lot to me. Because there are other, there are really great actors who did a piss poor job of representing the character that I grew up reading comics about. Yeah. So I'm angry at them. So I have no attachment to Kate Bishop as a character in the comics. So I found she was very fun. She had great rapport with some of the other actors. I will not reveal who because that might spoil a couple things. Mm-hmm. One in particular, I fucking absolutely love. So I had a great time. I, I thought, thought that she was spectacular in True Grit. Okay.
1: Okay. I haven't seen True Grit. I would love to give her that chance because I do think she has, I think she has it genuinely. And I think she's going to be around for a long time. I just don't like the, she did a movie with um, Samuel Jackson. Um, Like she was some kind of assassin. Um,
0: Oh, that was not, actually I have another movie she's, I've seen her in. She was in The Edge of 17 and that was really good. Have I seen that? I don't think I've seen that. Oh, right. It's also the voice of Gwen in the fucking across the universe.
1: Oh, she does really good at that. I'll give her that one. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good on her. Um, But yeah, there's, I don't know. I think I just connected with her material at the wrong time, okay. probably, and I just didn't like her, and I feel like she gets, she's made into, oh, you know what? I really didn't like her stint as, um, barely lethal? yes, I didn't like that. Granted, it's not a great movie. Um, but I didn't like her stint as Emily Dickinson I thought that whole show was contrived um I don't know I didn't give it as much of a chance as I usually would but I really didn't like it but that was mostly because I had done like a full like month-long unit in school on Emily Dickinson and Mm -hmm. they just like none of it is at all what Emily Dickinson was, like, even close. Okay. And, like, they fully commit to that, and there's, like, like nothing about it is of the era, but it's a period piece. Okay. And it's, like, it just didn't sit well with me because Emily Dickinson is a really interesting human being who had a really interesting life and a really interesting outlook on her work, and none of it had anything to do with what they showed in that series. Okay. Um. Anywho, I digress. All right. She's fine. Cool. Let me try and think of someone quickly so that people aren't just sitting in silence that i would love to see i mean i mean if you could get florence Pugh, that would oh be, fuck like, okay please yeah yeah okay okay maybe a little more a little more achievable but still not super achievable would be like saoirse ronan
0: you're fucking aiming for the stars yeah who but oh, that's caitlin dever true. who caitlin dever who's that one of the co-leads of booksmart Oh my god. Oh yeah, she be. She
1: be. She's too funny. She's too funny. <laughs> she's too funny to play that role. Um oh, I just had one I had an image in my head. Um mm, I just watched her in something with um This is brilliant podcasting.
0: Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I
1: know. It's a uh, I'm just going to find it. Okay. Talk for me.
0: Okay. Well, I pitched the sequel to Dante's Peak, so can I pitch the sequel to Volcano? Oh, please do. Yeah, okay. So the volcano is still in Los Angeles. They have, well, it's, the, not, it's not that it's going away. The so,
1: thousand foot volcano that they show right at the end of the movie? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they've had to live with this volcano, so now it's going to blow again. Uh, It's a new Los Angeles where racism was solved because of the volcano. So now there's no longer any type of um, hood in L.A. Everybody is uh, living in peace and harmony. Did you find the person? I did. Who is it?
1: You don't want to finish your... uh... No, I'm good. (laughs) Um, Elle Fanning. I think she could do a good job of it she's um very much do you know her from anything yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. i she's very much the quiet but like she she has like those two roles of like really quiet kind of corner person and kind of thorn in the side i think i think she could ride the line really well i think
0: she's an incredible actress but she looks nothing like that little girl i don't give a fuck i do (laughs) Haley steinfeld and like Kristen stewart do but whatever.
1: The girl's a she's a brunette. And she's like
0: she has, Haley Steinfeld she, does, Christian Stewart does not. She has a like a rectangular face. Ellie Fanning is a very circular face.
1: Okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. Be that way. I am that All way.
0: Alright. <laughs> Man. Alright. What do we got next week?
1: What do we got next week? Do you remember? I do. We got Conair next week. We do. Week. It's going to be great. (laughs) It's going
2: to be so
0: much fun. Or at least I hope so. Maybe. Uh, You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. So, as per tradition, when you haven't seen the film, you have to guess the plot. Yeah. Tell us what you think
1: Con Air is about. I feel like I have a good idea. Probably. And I might eat my words. Okay. But I feel like a fuck ton of convicts are put on a plane. Okay. That plane has an emergency likely hijacking. Okay. And Nick Cage has to orchestrate the retaking of the plane. Okay. But because they're convicts, there's going to be a fuck ton of assholes doing asshole things. Okay. And he's going to have to control the shit out of them. All right. And I think specifically there's going to be one really jacked dude that is like the henchman to Nick Cage's main non-terrorist adversary who will convert to Nick Cage's side at the last moment okay. and help him fuck up the terrorists that took over the plane. Okay, And I think that there's going to be a weird amount of wife beaters, <laughs> maybe in more than one way. Interesting. Um, <laughs> Interesting. And I think that somebody is going to... Just, just to be super specific, somebody's gonna deliver a line that like absolutely dunks on an air traffic controller for no reason at all. Okay. I think that'll happen. Right. Whether it's a terrorist or Nick Cage, I don't know. Okay. One of the two. All right. Um, I think I've gotten a little more specific than last time. I think I can. That's leave fine. It
0: here. That's fine. So Nick Cage is like an FBI agent. Uh, like a fuck no. Oh, he's a convict. Oh, he's a convict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's okay. with them. He's right.
1: in the he's in the trenches. All right. Gotcha. Yeah okay oh Uh, yeah that's right he'll have to also convince the guards that are on the plane and shit okay uh to like you know side with him okay he's gonna have a tough time okay but he's gonna pull it off he's gonna say some wild shit
0: all right uh any guesses on any co-stars i did tell you that this this cast is pretty loaded yep it's probably gonna shock you Mm -hmm. when you get into watching it but uh why don't you give me like two or three guesses Might be a little hard because it's such an older movie. Yeah. For you. Yeah. So we're talking 97. 97. Yeah. Danny Glover. Okay. Um.
1: Who's chilling in that time frame? Who's doing things? Uh, <sighs> I think we're going to get like an older character actor who's just like.
0: Let's go like this. Chillin', who plays the main villain? The main villain? Yeah. Oh, come on now.
1: You know who I'd love to see in this movie? Tell me. Um, uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. I would love to see that.
0: That would be fucking enormous. I fucking like, love it.
1: There's no way that that happens, but I would really love to see that. All right. Um. I feel like I want an old man and an action star, but I just can't think of anybody because right. Bruce Willis isn't in this. Let's there's go no
0: with let's, let's go with Rickman. Rickman, yeah, okay, Rickman,
1: Rickman and Danny Glover, I can commit to that. Okay, yeah.
0: cool. Uh, all right. So, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for week. having me. And then we get an, I get another week with you Whoa. because Sam's fucking lazy.
1: Listen, I'll take
0: it. Fucking right, yeah. Fucking right. Just pumping up those numbers. We'll see. Uh, Sam might be able to join us next week. I don't know. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll talk to him. Uh, but yeah, I, I I love having you on. It's great having you on. Uh, it's so much fun. It's it was, great to go from the, eight the, hours of work. The, to the, <laughs> the, the, wor- the worst part is though, like we have to avoid talking about this movie when we're together at work. Yeah. to save it all for tonight. Yeah,
2: Keenan
1: um, directly asked me, "How was Dante's peak in front of you?" And I was just like, <laughs> "I, I was like side eyeing. I was like, don't be paying attention. I have to talk quiet
0: and like, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, please." Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. If you give us a five-star rating and a positive review, it does increase the profile of our podcast. allows more people to find us, which we greatly appreciate. You can also give us a rating on Spotify, which we love as well. And while you're on Spotify, why don't you answer our weekly question? I'll read your answers on air. I promise. You can follow us on Instagram and threads at Movie. You can follow us on Letterboxd at Manny42 and Kyle Robertson. That's correct. And you can email us at sammannymoviepodcast at com. For the Samuel Emanuel Movie Podcast, I'm Manny Manuel.
1: You don't have a good coat. I'm Kyle Robertson.
0: Adios!